Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rise of Drekus Chapter 2. How are my favorite players in the world doing today? Okay. So excited. Look at that enthusiasm. They are they just can't wait to go make friends with the orcs, huh? That was gonna oh, we're going to make yeah. friends with them, are we? I hadn't thought that we were, but we discussed things over uh, the week, and we might actually attempt that. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll, be, we'll make a best friendship with them. That would be great. Well, um, why don't we just do a real brief recap of how we got here? To what, what, At what point are we in the story? Does anyone remember? So... We went to the dude's house. Or came name? in. Dude. Bruce Campbell. Lord Bruce Campbell. Thank you very Lord much. Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Lord Campbell. Bruce Campbell. You are not friends Lord with him. You cannot call Bruce. him by his first Mr. name. Mr. Campbell. Mr. Campbell. We'll settle at that. We, Mr. <laughs> Campbell's estate. We went there and we were like, mm -hmm, we'll, we'll stay here and plan to invade the city and get peace back. And then um, mm -hmm. we went there and then a little, you know, orc came and found us and we yeah. killed him and we hunted yeah. down his, the messenger dude that was, was on horseback. Um, and now the orc people, they were probably reporting to someone. And those people will soon realize that the people that they sent out to check on the estate are dead. So, yeah. Not dead, but missing. Um, so our plans have been expedited. Yep. All right. So it's the middle of the night, if I seem to recall correctly. Yes. Yep. Um, it's foggy out. No idea where the position of the moons or star moon or stars are. Oh, uh, you've come back matter. from from slaughter. Um, mm -hmm. It only matters to you know, for time telling reasons. And um, all right, it is now nighttime. Let us get our nighttime village music, and we'll see <laughs> what the party's up to. Great. Last we left off, we had put I had put one of the orcs to sleep, so I'll direct the party to tie him up um, and to a chair, and I guess we'll put him in a room and start talking to him. Yes. Okay. The orc can easily be tied up, and between the you know dozens of strong people here, you can haul the orc into one of these chambers in the Campbell Estate, and. Wait for him to wake up, or slap him around a little bit, or whatever it needs to be um, done for the orc to uh, stir. Should we should we come up before we slap him away? Should we come up with like strategy? Are we just trying to like torture it out of him? Are we trying to pretend Whoa, like no, we'll let him no. live? Are we gonna be like, yes, we'll let you live? Like we actually just want you to like send a message, but like really we're just gonna kill him. Um, what's our strat here? Okay, well my basic idea was. Uh, we should find out what we should find out the orc side of the story on why they're here and what they're doing to the village. Oh, <laughs> to see if they have like a like a good reason. If they're like, you're right here because we love humans. Yeah, uh, there How was some. We... Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, we were. Uh, I, I thought Elaine brought up a really interesting point that it's possible that the orcs were here on the island beforehand. So uh, I guess we'll ask him that. Um, that's really about it that I thought about. 
Bilal has the relationship been between people and orcs on this island before? You have no idea. There are absolutely no reports of orcs being on this island before at all. Yeah, yeah especially with this fort out there. Who knows? Like maybe the orcs were part of those forts and these uh, outsiders took over the fort and, you know, enslaved all the orcs. Who knows? Mm -hmm. It's a new land. Lots of undiscovered things. Anything could be possible. That's valid. It would also be good if we found out how many people are in the castle on the other side of the mountain. Oh yeah, that'd be good. I don't know if the orc will operate that much, but... Uh, I, I just want to set everyone's baseline expectations. What we're probably going to... What's probably going to happen is the orc will be uncooperative and we'll kill him, but it's always possible that we'll get something better than that. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. Well, you can stir the orc who is strapped to one of these nice, big, heavy chairs in the middle of... Um, I don't know if the room matters. I was just going to put him in the... What do you call it? The... Um, the living room near the fireplace because it's warm, but it doesn't yeah, it sounds see good. anywhere. Yeah. Okay then, party. You have Should a way. We'll be in the room. Yeah, sure. The three of you. Are you going to bring in Lord Campbell? Are you bringing Willa? Are you who? Are you, who's all here? Does it matter? Doesn't I think matter. the three of us is good enough. If yeah. anyone were to want to join in, that would be fine. Okay. There might be some people uh, standing in the hallways nearby, listening from a distance, but keeping keeping space. Okay. Uh, Vincent, do you want to take charge in the uh, interrogation? I think you wanted to use some magic. I'm not entirely mm -hmm. sure how it works, so I would leave this up to you. Sure. The magic will be a, um, a backup. I don't think we need to start off with magic, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, just keep in mind that, you know, depending in which direction this uh, interrogation goes, we might need to find a way to end it as well. Uh, yeah, Crumb has, like, her hands on her, like, little short swords behind her back. She has two of them. She's ready. Right, understood. I'll sit down on a chair. Okay. Uh, as... We expedite him waking up because it's kind of important that we go fast. Mm -hmm. uh, the orc will stir and I'll, I'll make sure I'm the first person he sees. Uh, hello, I say in the common language. I'll Drakessian common language, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, the orc will sort of snarl at you and bark at back in uh, probably the orcish tongue. <laughs> Do you speak common? I'll ask it. Uh, lo and behold, this orc does know a little bit of the um, Drakissian tongue. Not a lot. It's not like they're fluent in Drakissian. It's more like someone who, um, you know, took a couple of years of Spanish in high school, but they're like trying to talk to someone who is maybe like Italian or, or Portuguese. And like, there's just enough crossover that you can kind of like beat around the, a couple of similar words, but uh, 
That's good. That's super I'll, useful. I'll try a Kuvin Mistrian and Eridonian real quick to make sure that yeah. he's not more well versed in those. No, no, it's Drakissian is the one they're most well versed in. It appears. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the words that you get that you can recognize most clearly from the orc are, is the phrase um, butt sniffer. He seems to be applying it to you. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell him that's fair. You're in a tough spot, but I want to stress to you how important this is because how you respond will decide the entire fate of this island and all the orcs here as well as all the townspeople here. <laughs> as well as yourself, I am willing to let you have a good life and live and I want what's best for this whole island. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I try to represent a calm demeanor as I try to calm him down. Lord Campbell will come from around the corner and say, <clears throat> might, I, might I offer my services? I speak a little orcish. I've been working with them for some time. I thought it might be useful to, to learn the language a little bit. Could I... Oh, please, please. He'll stand forward in front of the orc and, you know, say a couple of things in a very authoritative, rough tone towards the orc. Um, who will spit on the ground and bark back a couple of more things and Lord Campbell will turn to you and nod and say, okay, I think we can... But what would you like me to say? Uh, what did... Oh, um, did you hear what I said? Uh, I but... did. Oh, okay, yeah. please uh, repeat that to the orc. Mm -hmm. He will repeat some more snarling back to the orc. The orc will howl and grunt and Lord Campbell will say, uh, it appears the orc thinks that you're all going to die. And um, is telling you that your best chance at a life of slavery and servitude is by letting him go immediately. Stop with this questioning. He only understands blood. Hey. She pulls out yeah. the daggers. I think we might be done here then. I look at the other two. Do you want to torture him? Get information out of him like this? Eh, torture is never a very good source of information, especially but... from someone as tough-looking and... what, uh... as resolute as this orc. Everyone crumbles under the blade. I think he actually believes what he's saying, and we should just rest up and prepare for a tough fight tomorrow, or possibly tonight. Uh, but... Elaine... Clearly only taking command from her. Um... It's a tough one, but I mean, he had his chance, didn't he? He did. Um, All right. I say sadly, if only he had shown himself willing to at least have some amount of diplomacy. Uh, well, but I think... Nicely to yeah. Talk. No one was going to give him that. Do you want to try your spell at all? Maybe we get at least like one answer out of him. I don't believe it'll um, be effective against someone who's so fundamentally against us. Lord right. Campbell begins to speak in Orcish. 
Bjork uh, closes his eyes a little bit, bobs his head a few times. Um, Lord Campbell will look back to you and say, well, uh, told him that you're, you're thinking of just killing him. He seems to be much more uh, amenable to that than this. He gestures to the, the tied-up situation. Right. Uh, you did make sure to communicate that it's possible to have a peaceable solution between us, right? He replies, he speaks Norkish and gets a reply back saying, uh, York wants to know what you mean by peaceable solution. Uh, so I'll just communicate the, uh, to our understanding, the orcs have invaded and taken over our territory. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. He says without even bothering to bring it to the orc. Yeah. Um, were you here? Did the orcs arrive on the ship and just unload and invade? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's uh, pretty much all the orcs here right now, right? And everyone who came from that first fleet? Yep, yep. The, the half-orc leader. Uh, and about, you know, two score orcs, some morgs, some goblin slaves. Yep, yep. Yep. And uh, sounds like all of those were under the hierarchy of, like, some humans. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Okay. Could you ask him the history of his people on this land? Sure. Maybe he will be willing to talk of this? Yeah. Lord Campbell will ask the Gork some questions about the history of his people in this land and come back to you with a, uh, well, apparently this fellow's name is, uh, Narsh. And Narsh is part of the Red Claw clan. Proud history, um, conquering many nations over in the the Far East. Um, And came here under the leadership of a a half-orc fighter named Mokhtarok, which uh, that's, you know, that's the person who helped appoint me. Didn't realize they were half-orc. Barely saw them, really. And... um, well, the Red Claw Clan is stupidly, my word's not his, named for the, the blood that comes onto their claws when they rip their enemies to pieces, he says, like, rolling his eyes. Uh, and uh, he he's very ferocious, and his people have a long history of, you know, domination and raiding and... Um, what's the word? When you kidnap someone and then you sell them back to their, their family? Ransoming. Ransoming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't suppose you have... Uh, can you call... Do you have some of that delicious avocado dessert? Oh, you mean avocado ice cream? Oh, if only we had ice. We made it once, but it's fresh out. Uh, but we do have some salt. I can make you some toast, some avocado and salt on it. It's delicious. We are not going to get information from him from giving him food. A oh. toast. No, I'm not going to do that. I just think it's worthy for him to have a good last meal. Oh. Could you um, prepare that for this uh, real quick? Just as a reward Send for giving us basic information. Yeah, Send a servant. 
yeah, Lord Campbell will go and talk to one of the kitchen staff and give them the instructions to to prepare the delicious meal and he'll come on back. It'll take a few a minute or so, so if you wanted to do anything while he was out of the room, you've got a moment. I just have more questions for Lord Campbell to translate yeah. over. Yeah, he comes back. Yeah. Anything uh, else? Can ask him what his relationship is with the townspeople. He asks, he gets an answer. He says, uh, the, the townspeople are like cattle. Um, they are to be herded. They are to be organized for the greater benefit of the empire. Um, and, you know, he used the phrase, uh, they are to be milked. I, I don't think it means literally milked like you would a cow, but I think, you know, used for their, um, their, their productiveness. But that's my interpretation. But my orcish is not great. He he might actually mean, you know, milk and cheese. Mm. <laughs> and what is the what is the aim of this empire that he has? He asks. He gets back an answer. It appears that the the answer is war for the sake of war. That this is. Um, mm. Um, this this is the the way of things. He says this is the the pile of life, and I, I think he means like, you know, the the structure, like the stratum, like the the way that things are supposed to go. Mm. I suppose, but my orcus isn't great. But I, I think he's just saying that his people are ruthless murderers and killers, and and this is how they live their life, and it, it does not need a external justification. Again, my interpretation, not the orcs. And he believes that his people will kill us. He asks. It's an answer. Oh, he seems very confident. Uh, he says there's some 30 orcs in the camp, plus um, some wargs, and that, um, you know, his presence will be noted, and uh, Mach Rock or Gerald and Silverworth will, will shortly arrive and deal with a lot of you. Yeah. Oh, uh, and Silverworth. Jaldin Silverworth. Yeah, that's the um the that you know wizard or cleric that wizard? arrived. Yeah. Tell uh, him that his people sound like pansies. That the Silverworth Terak people sound like little bitches. Wait, no, don't tell him that. He begins I, to don't, don't tell him that. I interrupt. Don't tell him that. Tell him that. Tell him I'm trying to go to him and to you... tell us more information. Don't you see? Tell them that they're little bitches. They sound like pansies. They probably can't do any magic at all. They can't do anything. Looking to uh, Elaine Pentelin for approval on whether to not taunt the orc. Mm, sure, I'm taunt him. Why not? He begins to taunt him. The orc lets out a mighty laugh, followed by a, a low chuckle, and says some words. And uh, Lord Campbell says that he agrees that Geraldine Silverworth is a, a pansy piece of shit who could be ripped apart by a thousand orcs in a ha- heartbeat, and well, that he would he like to see him do then? that. Why would he? Why does he work for him then? A little bit more conversation. Apparently, um, uh, a different. They would say, uh, this the Silverworth, the orc keeps referring to, um. Uh, like an anarchist, which I think is the orcish term for wizard. I'm not entirely certain, but he says the the anarchist is from another tribe or from another clan. And I think he means like a different part of the empire and uh, is exerting 
how do you translate the phrase uh it is cutting down our trees i think that means is like um, is overstepping his lines or is in this territory that shouldn't be his orc is just hard to understand but apparently gerald geraldine silverworth is an anarchist who's cutting down our trees i think i think that means a different organization that is given leadership here against the orcs desires from within their clan or from outside of it? I think the, the, I think Silverworth is a human, so. Oh. Do orcs believe in trial by combat? I don't know. Or, you know, you ask him. Oh, right, of course. Uh, <laughs> orc. The orc will come back and say, uh, Combat is res- used to resolve differences, um, but the the idea of trial doesn't. Maybe I'm not translating it right. But they they fight for leadership positions. He, he'll talk to the orc again and come back and be like, not always to the death. Um, you know, usually to first blood. It seems like there's a lot of friendly, friendly, combat. Oh, uh, and the orc would like to challenge you, Elaine, to to combat for uh, the lives of your men. Elaine Which... is so strong, she kicks his ass. I, I, I she chuckle. won't kick his ass, waste of time. He's hurt. He's like very, very hurt. There's no way this is going to be an honorable duel at all. Yeah, no, this would be a one-sided slaughter, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is it like six okay. HP? Three HP. We kill him. We um go on and uh, do our thing. We need to kill the rest of them. Do do orcs never coexist with anybody else? There's an ask. There's an answer. He goes. Um. <laughs> he says that they love livestock. Like, in what way? That's great. That's great. They're just a bunch of aggressive farmers. That's what they are. No, I I think livestock means, you know, humans and goblins, slaves and prisoners. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't think he actually means animal. He asks, he says animals, but I think he means, he asks again. Yeah, 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 yeah. To him, we're the animals. Okay. Why don't they... Sorry. Why don't they fight Silverworth then? If he's overstepping. Hmm. Questions, answers. Uh you know, other clan has you know the, the greater chieftain says this is how it is and they must abide. Um, but our our friend here our our Narsh friend here is really you know, not too excited about the the human coming in. Yep. Unrelatedly, uh, what do orcs find attractive? I'm just curious about their culture. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> uh, this okay. This has nothing to do with my plan for later. Orc, you know, block of Arkava. The orc will, uh, look around, look kind of confused and bark back and then you know even though his arms are tied you can see that there's like hand gestures coming up from where the wrists are free and available 
And there's like a long discussion and you can see Lord Campbell going from uh-huh to like uh-huh, scratching the back of his head and like looking away and you can see very discomforting. Um, and after, you know, longer conversation than anyone wants to hear, Lord Campbell will look up at you and goes, um, well, he said a lot of things. Uh, lots of talks about, you know, the, the bulging of muscles and the the thickness of limbs and, um, you know, the, the makeup that one wears from the uh, livers of their enemies and of the... You, you listed a lot of different organs and what you use those different organs, how you would decorate yourself with them. Uh, apparently, you know, it's, it's you know, big muscles and lots of hair and lots of blood and also lots of then shaving of the hair and, um, you know, apparently uh, mating inside the carcass of a, a bull that you've just killed is the, the highest form of intimacy. And, um, you know, you get to eat the meat and bathe in the blood while I've you... I've heard enough. I've heard enough. Thank you. Yeah. Disgusting. Can we get rid of him now, please? Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll present him uh, the dish and say, say them in the common language. Last meal for you. Uh, good talk. York looks at this vegetarian meal you've given him. Bread with fruit and salt? Ugh turns his nose up at your your offering. I sigh. I, I start eating it. Uh, do we at least have today? Do we have tonight to live before we die? Or are we dying tomorrow night? Uh, well, he says that they'll, you know, when, when he, he and his friend doesn't come back, don't come back, that will be the signal. And then uh, Garnasha, the, the one-eyed orc, will come for us. He didn't specify when. He just says Garnasha is a great war leader, and she will you know, splatter our heads upon the tiles, hang our bodies from the rafters. He describes you know, right, horrible right. things. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Elaine? Sure, it'd be great if we could may just I? get rid of him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you may not want to see this, Lord Campbell. Oh, can we actually, can we take him outside? Oh, yeah, we're, we're not just doing this to... in the living room. It's... Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll yank him up from his chair and I'll push him outside. Yeah. All right. We can take the orc out into the field tonight, chop him down. And when it's all said and done, your soldiers... Now fully armed and armored, at attention, rallied in this small little estate, look to you for what to do next. Because this estate is minorly defendable. It does have walls. They're fairly thick. It's got windows, lots of them with shutters on them. Um, this is the sort of building that you might be able to hold out in for a little while. It's also the sort of building that, you know, is sort of flammable and also might have multiple entrances from upper story windows. And um, it's not built to be super defensive. What so 
the way I see it is when these uh, scouts fail to report back, they probably had to check a few areas, so I don't know if they'll send their entire force to this exact spot. Uh, plus, we don't know if they'll send their entire force tonight. So, you know, keep a guard, but have your people rest up, I would say, as well as ourselves, and we can stay here. I think we should aim to assault them tomorrow. How much force do the orcs use on villagers? Like, if they want something, do they actually kill people as well? Or was it only during the takeover back then? Well, people stopped, you know, resisting after after the initial fights. There were a couple of crucifixions, and uh, everyone started working along real quickly. Uh, at least that's my impression. I don't think there's much in the way of resistance. We could theoretically, I don't know how this would be done, but we could goad them all to get inside the building looking for us or fighting something or someone and then just burn it all down. can't burn <gasps> down my house. This isn't your house, Lord Campbell. I protest. Lord. Okay, if... your protest has been denied. So orcs seem to be creatures of the night. Are they weaker during the day? Is that a thing? Have you ever noticed them trying to avoid? Oh, I, I know, do believe daytime? they, you know, the they've got eyes built for night, um, and not for the day. So, I don't know if that means that they're they're gonna rush to action right now before the sun comes up, or or if that means they'll wait till tomorrow night. But yes, I think they they fight with minus one to hit during the day. Uh, okay, well, I think we don't have much choice. I think we need to hold up for the night because we can't mm-hmm. see in the night and they can. So they have, like, a huge advantage if we go out of right now and try to fight them wherever. So we yes. could either leave the estate and try to defend the village, but there are collaborators there. It's a much larger space to defend. Like, it might be much more difficult. We also might not get any rest in because people will be panicking. So. Mm-hmm. Right. To so my knowledge, they won't go after the village at all yet. It's just us that are the troublemakers. Yeah. Why would they kill all their cattle? True. So I think we just defend this place then for tonight. Sounds good. I take my leave then. I'll head to my bedroom. <laughs> all right. Okay. And everyone goes to bed, except for the people who are set to watch. Mm-hmm. Why don't we take our first break early right now, because it's a, a wonderful spot to break, and when we come back, we'll come back to the, the lovely sounds and cheers of children playing in the streets and everything going well. You know, the sound of sandcastles being built, and certainly not the, the slaughter of your watchmen. We'll uh, catch you all on oh, the other no. side of our breaks. Yes, we will. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drekus, Chapter 2. So, the night passes in uncomfortable ease. I'm sure many of you are awoken at various points in the night, fearing the worst, but nothing comes of it. Eventually, the sun will rise on this beautiful day here. 
in the lovely Santa Barbara channel. It is now June 28th. This is the day that Malchus sets in the sky. Um, you know, because the gods... Oh, there are the constellations of the night, and you know, they rise and set at different times. And in theory, like when a god is, you know, rising is when they're beginning to have influence in the world, and when they're peaking is when their their peak their influence is highest, and when they set is when their influence begins to leave the world. That's like you know, theologically speaking, I don't know how much impact it actually has, but we started oh, our campaign. Saint Vincent has a great great day considering you know Marcus is rising. Who's a setting? Oh, setting. Okay, yeah, never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. Because he's coming back, right? That's the idea. Well, he'll come back in six months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, Malchus, God of Humans, is setting. And um, it's a new day. There's a little bit of fog hanging out around the, the estate, so you can't actually see too terribly far from it. Um, yeah, that's that. I don't know if I have any tracks that simulate fog. What's the sound of fog? Literally no sound. It would sound. just be like like the morning bugs. Mm. Like, you know, you hear like little crickets. You hear just the morning sounds. And you then you just visualize the fog there. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Cram, could you sneak out and just make sure we're not surrounded and can't see it? Oh, yes, definitely. So, Crumb, you mm -hmm. are going to go sneak around? I just want to make sure that we're not, um, yeah, surrounded. Yeah. Where do we hide? Do you know about how long it takes to prepare each spell? No? Uh, it takes 10 minutes per spell level. So if it's a first oh, yes. level spell, 10 minutes. Second level spell, 20 minutes. Okay, how... Prepare for breakfast first, and then I'll prepare my spells after, I guess. I mean, oh, can you do two phases of preparation? Where... Uh, it needs to be when you're rested uh, after a full night's sleep, and that's kind of a vague term. So if someone's bringing you breakfast, that's fine. If you go down and have some breakfast and go back up to learn your spells, that's probably fine. But if you, like, go to down for breakfast and then get involved in something, you might pass your, your period. I think the... The common practice is to memorize upon waking so that you won't accidentally get interrupted. I'm sure we can but get I'll... Brunhilde to bring you some breakfast. But I'll miss breakfast. We'll bring you breakfast. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Yes, yes. Okay. I'll start preparing my spells. What a good friend. Okay. Each. Mm-hmm. Crumpet. Crumb. Weeby. Crumb. Prefers crumb. Mm -hmm. You're going to head out into the fog. Now, the Campbell Estate has some hedges around it. It's got some trees. You know, we've got the nice thick walls of this estate mm -hmm. itself. But just beyond this, like, human-made cozy little nook is a grassy field. And then it's this oak forest that, like, stretches mm. for a couple of miles until you hit the end of this little, this little peninsula. Um, and you're a small... You're just a little person, right? The grasses are kind of high. They're high enough that if you were to, like, keep a low profile, you could keep your head below the, the peak of the grasses area. Um, but you've also got, like, a lot of places to go. By which I mean, mm -hmm. if, we, if we take a look at our little map over here, and we come on down to the 
the estate area. There's, um... If we're, we're here-ish, mm -hmm. and you know the town's over here-ish, and the mm -hmm. fort must be over here-ish or something, uh, there's a lot of space to explore. Are we just going in the direction of the town and fort? Or are we going to explore, like, you could spend hours searching this area carefully. Tell me how you go about securing the zone. Generally, I want to make sure that the zone around the estate isn't surrounded. And then, if I were to check anything else, it would probably be our way to town and back, because that's where we're planning on going, as far mm -hmm. as I'm aware. Correct? Okay. We're planning on going to the town afterwards. Yeah? Okay, then I will check that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alright. So you can do a little patrol in the little grasslands around the estate. Just that small little grassy area. Uh, why don't you give me a... Uh, I'm going to say give me a hide in shadows check. Mm. And... 90 minutes of spell prep. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of spells. Okay. All right. And why don't you give me a... Move silently? Uh, no, I was going to say just a... Um, a detect noise check. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Mm. Okay. That's good. And why don't we round it out with a simple perception oh, check? Okay, yeah. I'm so good at this. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a success. Okay. Well, you come back to the estate. The surrounding, immediate surrounding area without venturing into the woods is orc-free. Um, your vision's pretty limited. And the fog is sort of dampening all the sounds. And um, seems to be pretty orc-free. If you wanted to take a stroll down that trail to town, we can do that. But I don't know okay. if you want to venture all on your own. I mean, if you get caught, there's no way anyone yeah. would know. And you're just one halfling against a book whatever could be out there. Yeah. Um, they don't necessarily know that who we are, how many we are, if there's a halfling. I right. could be from town. Though I'd probably get beaten for being a bad cattle. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Moo. Moo! I'm so sorry, my orc overlords. Moo! Mm. I'll probably go inside and be like, Elena, have checked the immediate surrounding of the house, and... It is work free. Would you like me to search anywhere else? No, I think that's fine. I just don't want us to get ambushed the second we come out of the door as well. Mm hmm. Good job. Thank you. Well, I'm going to go and get ready for the day. So, are we taking the whole army and marching straight to town? Are we? What are we? What are we I doing? should probably go with like. I don't know. I can still scout it out. It's just not nice to not have any um backup. I was thinking. Do you still want to interrogate an orc in town? Was that the plan? No. Which is this one? No, I don't think, no, we'll I don't think so. Got it. 
yeah, I mean, if there's orcs in town, it would probably be good to... Uh, we're almost certainly going to march on the fort today. So, mm-hmm. might as well bring the whole army, I guess. I think we have to ambush the road from the from their fort to... Right, you can have the army set up in the road between. And then if the yeah. orcs decide to run, then they'll go into the army. Which they won't, because they're orcs. Well, I'm good at being stealthy, but I am not a war planner. Uh, I will defer to Elaine. Well, I think we're marching to that place, bet- the road between their fort and, uh, and the, like, you know, the road they took with their mm-hmm. donkey coming from wherever the fuck and try to kill them there. Mm. Before they're coming into town or to the estate. We Which could, I assume um, is like... We could, uh, go and try to find, like, small pockets of the orcs that are surveilling, and then I could say, uh, come, come into this house, there is a thing in here. And then they could come into the house, but imagine if then we killed them, and then we could do that again, and they're all dead. You know, I'm not, listen, very stealthy, good with the blade, but I'm small. Okay, I don't know that I'm going to be frontlining, um, healing the orcs on the front. I have to go, as uh, you Well, I've not been to town. I know there are collaborators there. I don't want people to tell on us and then us getting ambushed when we're trying to do the ambush. So I don't mm. think we should go to the village. I think we should go to that road and see if anybody comes in. Oh. Okay. And if we have to wait, then some orcs are going to come back eventually from the village if they're already there. So I think we're going to that road. Okay. I just can't tell from your map, Neil, if, the, if it is outpost, other outpost, and there's a road between. That's correct, yeah? I don't know where the yeah, estate well, you, is in relation. If we, you've got time to talk to people, um, and so you can ask around, and you'll get that there is a, a fort over here, um, and that there's some sort of, you know, th- th- this right here is a trail. A road is way too generous. It's just a footpath through the, the trees, um, and it sort of comes along the bluffs and then goes up this way, and has like a little short bit to the fort, and the fort has a little short bit here. And then there's also, like, a trail that heads to the Bitumen Mine down here by the lagoon, by one of the many lagoons. Um, yeah. And the, the estate I still don't understand the map. So this is the stable. That's the or estate. Or is that the estate? That's the estate. This is what? That's the fort. And, and this is? Town, town ma'am. So here is where I think we should ambush them. Okay, here we go. Here's a little dog. If they, if they go there, though, I mean, wouldn't they be looking here anyways? Because they went to the estate to check. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they'll have... I, I can't imagine they'd stop their patrols in town just because their scouts didn't return. Okay, then let's do this one. So the party is going to... Go up here and then guard this zone. Yeah. yeah. 
And we're taking uh, soldiers as well. Everyone. We're taking all of them. Taking everyone. Yep. Yeah, it's possible the orcs are already being tanned by then. Did you want to just wait for them to patrol back before attacking them? Or we could just sweep into town. Um, no, I think we should wait for them to... You mean, like, check town? I don't trust town is my problem. I think we should stay on the way here. I don't think the town people will attack us if we're attacking the orcs in town. Okay, fine, but it's on your responsibility. If they start panicking, you're the ones calming them down. Sure. Okay, well, let's, let's head into town. It's a wide area. We cannot surround it. Right? Like, it's gonna be tough. Yep. I, I, we have uh, our guards just at the... Not guards, but we have the army at the road what's there. What's the point of going to town? If there are orcs there, we'll kill them. And there'll still be people watching that road if there are more coming. No, we don't have... Like, we need every... We're sending everybody into town. If we want to go to town, we're going all together. We're not splitting people. Mm -hmm. If we okay. lose our people on the road, and then we lose equally many in the village, then we have zero people left to fight whoever is across that mountain. So either we're going all together or nobody goes. Yeah. I also suggest we evacuate the estate for the time being, just in case this place for gets sure. ambushed while we're gone. I would assume that they would send people. Maybe not during the day, but, like, there will be orcs coming to check out that estate and killing everyone inside. Yeah, so we need to get Lord Camel and his people out of here. Okay. Yeah, maybe they should just follow us into town. Yeah, they can. So the 16 soldiers, the three of you, Jeff's bodyguard, uh, Lord Campbell, Willa. and all of his servants. Yeah, Willa, Willa's the 16. No, why? We have two entire groups, plus Willa as a commander, right? Um, she... Why would it be yes. 17? Like it would it would be two entire groups, equally spearmen and bowmen, and Willa on top, right? Uh I need to look at Because she's commanding them? My notes. It should yes. definitely be an uneven number. Because otherwise like Uh it is a, a group of eight people who is led by in, the group of eight includes the leader, so it should be sixteen people. Um like the like in chapter one there were three groups of eight, but that group of eight included the person who was leading it. Um, so we've got seven. So we just didn't fill up that one group. Yeah, so we've okay. got 15 subordinates plus Willa, and then the three of you. Plus... Even fewer people than I anticipated. Just by one. Mm -hmm. by one. It's totally a normal number of people. Yeah, so we're grouping here. everybody up. Willa comes, the bodyguard comes, the entire Excellent. house is empty, all the personnel. Brunhilde brings her avocado toast, and we're <sighs> heading towards town. Excellent. All right. Who's at the head of the party? I'm at the head of the party. Excellent. Can I go ahead just to scout? If anything you're going to goes... be too slow. You have the slowest feet of us all. Like, you're the uh, halfling. Your half movement speed is much slower. You can't go ahead. We're going to be very much slowed down. No, there's no yeah. point in scouting. We're going there's no, all we're into going. the town like, anyways. They, they see us. That's they true. see us. We're not sneaky. We're going. All right. Person valid. in the very front of the party, roll me a perception check. That would be lane. Good luck. I'm working on it. It just takes me forever to load that sheet. Um... 29. 29. That's an excellent perception check. Um, at the head of this slow-moving column, Elaine, you are going to spot what is 
sort of a clumsy, by your standards, uh, ambush. All right. Yeah. There is a, within this forest of trees, there's an area where you can clearly see the lower feet of an orc. And they've got, you know, uh, nails that have been darkened by things being dropped on them and dirt underneath them. Probably feet haven't been washed in a million years. Greenish skin with calluses all over them. And it's just sort of like on this branch that is uh, technically above your head, but the cover and the foliage isn't quite good enough. And you can easily see these like orcish feet, maybe 30 feet in front of you in the fog. Um, and in a situation like this where you can spot them, you come to a stop because they can see you. You can see them. They might not realize you see them, but if you immediately come to a stop, they'll, they'll probably know something's up. And um, then if you call to your friends and allies, they'll probably know something's up. Um, so when it's just you having spotted these orcish feet in a tree, what is the what is your reaction? Um, well, I mean, it doesn't matter if I make any kind of uh, symbol or anything they're going to see. So I'll call out shield wall. And I'll make mm. myself noted, and I'll call the spearman to the front. Excellent. You call it out, you know, shield wall. Your soldiers immediately begin to brace for things. Uh, the civilians begin to panic ever so slightly. And our dear orc friend in the tree makes check, which is not the highest of dice rolls I've ever made in my life. Um, I'll stay still. I'll stay real still. Not a very smart orc. Yeah. I guess it's pretty cool. I mean, people are... I'll just say Willa. She'll hurry up forward. Bow in hand. And I'll, and I'll say, get that orc over there, will you? Will will pull out her bow, um, aim it in the direction of the orc, who has got to see this, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he should. Um, ooh. All right, and Will will drop a longbow shot, which is a sixteen to hit. A little bit of cover from the or concealment from the tree, but that's easily still enough to to hit the orc for five points of damage. The orc has a little more life than that and so the the first arrow will hit and there will be a grunt followed by like a loud war crying shout um the orc will begin to drop from the tree to the ground as willow will take her second shot which will hit and fell the orc who will fall flat on the ground gurgling his last war cry but in response to that last war cry you will see that the the forest in front of you begins to quiver as multiple orcs will descend from the trees. And now I need to quickly throw together our battle map, which is mostly ready. Um, Elaine, we already have Willa. Here's Vincent, Vordren, Crumpet, bows and spears. Excellent. <clears throat> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then Willa with a 
bunch of bows. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Excellent. And let's bring the party over to this map right here. And you had called for a shield wall, and so I think that's exactly what we've got. We've got our our spears forming a little wall right here. Um, and then we've got some bows. Willa has probably come out front to help some firing. We've got some bows behind that. And then I don't think necessarily everyone showed up on the, the very front. Because, you know, there could be orcs all around. So we're going to put a couple of people on the flanks. Yeah, we also want to have sides. a couple of people in the back to protect the villagers, right? Yeah. Well, right. not villagers, but the estate people. Yeah, them to villagers be close enough. We'll put a pair in the back, a pair on the sides. And I think the remainder of the party was actually out front. Um, and the wall formed slightly behind you so you could fall back into it as needed. And you're going to be back here. Lovely. And our dead orc, um, you will have spotted, I said 30 feet away, which is, I guess it was closer to 40. Um, our first dead orc is right here. And as the trees quiver... We're going to drop a bunch more. Uh, we're going to drop one. Oops. One. Two. Four. Uh, five. Last one is uh, also. I think these three are all here. There we go. So we're going to have. Three orcs on the south side of the road, two orcs on the north side of the road, and the party with a whole bunch of soldiers. It looks like these orcs are wildly outnumbered, right? You've got at least three times as many people as them. So let's start our combat music. We're going to put all of the NPCs on one die roll. We'll let each PC be on a die roll, and uh, we'll just see how this battle progresses. Do they have, uh, what weapons do they have, Neil? The orcs, they have yeah. like a, a large axe, an axe that you could carry in one hand if you needed to run, but you would really wield with two hands. And they've got this, they've got like a metal helmets and like a, either a combination of leather and metal or maybe like a mix of leather and chain. Each one seems a little bit different, but like neck and chest armor, like a, what do you call it? A, not a garout, but a, a coif and pauldrons. And then they've got these like little tiny bucklers attached to their off hands or their off mm -hmm. arms. So a total of 14 AC, um, but their cool. like torso and legs seem to be, you know, a little bit of leather here, a little bracer there, a shin guard here, a skirt for this one, um, but mostly <laughs> unarmored on the, the torso and legs and lots of lots of protection up on the chest and shoulders. Hey, tell me about basic combat. If you wanted to do a melee attack, how far could you move? You can move your movement speed in feet, tens of feet, and make an attack. So you've got movement rate 12. You could move 120 feet and hit someone. If you okay. wanted to move farther than that, you would take uh, penalties to your AC, but in theory, you can move three times that distance 
if you don't mind taking uh, AC penalties and perception penalties. Uh, Okay. My speed is six, which means I could go... 60 feet and make an attack. Oh, poor Halfway. It's okay. Elaine is going to shout, let them come to us. It's an ambush. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, so few of them Will they come to us? <laughs> They're orcs. That's true. They like to fight. Uh, where is it? I didn't consider that button. Do I hit her? Okay. Uh, Got the right one. Excellent. Bizarre. Crumpet, what is your plan going to be? Are you going to use your sling? Are you going to use your sword? Um, can I see any? Yeah, I can, can see, see all of them. You can see... Yeah, you can see most of them. All of them, actually. Yeah. Oh, I missed my... I wasted my crit. <laughs> yeah, that would have oh, been so good. Vincent. Damn. Um, oh, so if I say that I'm going to attack with my swords, then I would double attack if one got near me. Right. So if I you would... were to roll initiative with your sword, that would be you drawing your swords and, like, preparing for sword combat. Um, and if your turn comes up, you could move to someone or you could hold your ground, but like you've got your swords out for the rest of the round. Got it. Okay, I will do that. Um, speed is three. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you will all notice if you click on your tokens, there's going to be a bar that appears above you. Um, and I've added all of your weapon macros to that bar as well as oh, initiative cool. macros. So That's very helpful. Oh my gosh. You'll That's see so helpful. Thank you. one dot initi or initi. Um, followed by the weapon, if you just want to roll that for initiative, and then the actual weapon names for other stuffs. The attacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I see initiative for everybody. Let's do it. Ascending initiative. So, Vincent, you're the first one up. Wait, do I, have, I need to roll with us while I didn't roll on. We don't oh. have everybody. Yeah. Um, can I select her, actually? Yeah, I can. Okay. There we go. Cool. Uh, Vincent is readying his darts when the orcs come into uh, range. So, what's the range on your darts? Uh, Twenty feet. Okay. Um, so that's not particularly far. So you are holding your dart until they get real close. Yes, I don't know if that uh, will allow me to fire all three darts still, but... Um, I can give you a, a, a lesser rate of fire if you're going to wait, because then you're, you're, you're chewing through valuable dart time. So two darts if they come into range instead of three. Sure. All right. You hold your action. Willa is going to take a shot. Would you roll an attack roll for Willa, please? Uh, That's a 17. Is easily going to hit one of the orcs in the chest. Five points of damage. Um, I think she'll just be attacking the one easiest to see, and it will quickly drop it to the ground. One orc down. Elaine? I'm holding an attack. If something comes into range, I'm going to attack him with my long sword. Peach? Same, I'm just gonna, if something comes close. Vorden? Vorden rolled with his sword on if something came into range. Excellent. 
Uh, the remaining bowmen are, well, they like to stand behind the shield wall, but they want to be able to shoot past, which means sort of, you know, a few of them could get shots uh, or they have to, you know, move themselves away from the defensiveness of these spears. And so this is maybe more of a question for Elaine. What are your standing orders? I think like- we'll take a few. We'll take a few shots. We're not going full risk. I think um, they would know if it's a shield wall, then they should use it for now. So, How okay. many could get a shot in? While staying behind the shield wall, I think you can get three of your bowmen attacking reason- very reasonably. Um, and then okay, the others are probably that. stuck. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do those three. Okay. Uh, the rest will cluster and wait for a good spot. Go ahead and make me three attack rolls from your bowmen. Um, the wrong dude. Seventeen's a hit. Twenty's a crit, and eighteen's a crit as well. Wow! wow. Uh, roll me an extra two d six. One for the first crit. One for the second crit. Those are amazing rolls. Actually, eighteen's not a crit, but a twenty is. We'll take the four there. Wow. So my mistake. Wow. First one will take two. Um and three and the next one will take five which will not quite kill but one orc drops another is wounded we see three dead orcs we see three living orcs the spearmen are going to fall into a more closely defendable shield position and the orcs will finally take their turn and um, some of them are very brave warriors who are going to, you know, charge full in. The first orc coming right for the halfling. Um, And as they do, they're going to come into the range first of Vincent. As the orc comes barreling towards you. 14 will hit. Uh, Two points of damage. He's a brave warrior coming for the halfling. Mm -hmm. The 11 should actually go at the end of the round. So we're going to, we'll we'll wait it and let you reroll it. Uh, and then eventually he will get to this point right here where there are three attacks of opportunity waiting for him. Uh, Willa, no, no, Elaine, you were the first in the initiative order. You get your attack of opportunity first. Oh, it's a miss. Next was Peach. Go ahead and take your attack yes. of opportunity. Oh, or um, Mordant. Can I do two? Can I still do my both of my short swords? Yes. If that's what I... Yep, yep. Cool. I'll let Borden go. Well, Vorden will hit and slay the orc immediately then. Oh, sorry. Yep. Was I supposed to go first? Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, was... yeah. yeah. Um, next orc is coming in a, a... Ooh, wait a minute. This one. This one. Okay. Uh, they both have nine. So this one is coming in a full-fledged charge straight. Yeah, he's got to do a straight charge. He's coming straight for Willa on the corner and will slam his two-handed axe in her direction. It's only a seven to hit, which means Willow will deftly step and duck away from the incoming blow. And the last orc is um, doing doing what the orcs are supposed to do, which is straight up charge, also directly for the bowman. Um, coming at over here, Elaine's already used her opportunity attack, so this one will axe into Willow with a nine. Um, scraping against her chainmail, but not killing, not hurting her. I think, uh, Peach, you can you can take a five foot step and engage these guys if you need to. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Yes, go ahead. Short sword, 
Short sword. Wild misses. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, at the very end of the round, we will see a another orc. Um, this one quite a bit further back, dropping from some trees. Uh, this one is armored differently than these orcs you see before you. This one's armored a lot like the two that came in the middle of the night and that you captured. And they will drop from the tree and take a move to the edge of the map um, where they proceed to run down the road. Leaving us with Vincent getting your last attack, your last throw oh, yes. dart. I think you can easily take a five foot step and throw over the little crumpet's head. Your seven is a wild miss. Uh, and one bowman can get a clear shot on the orc without endangering Willa with I their also second get attack. The second one with Elaine, right? Uh, no, not on the first round. Every other round you get two attacks. Oh, really? That sucks. Okay, second shot, then... For just one bowman who won't endanger Willa. All right. And it's a nine. Nope. It's a wildness. All right. First round of combat. Pretty easy. No damage to the party. Multiple orcs slayed. It's going to be a short battle. Let's just do some initiative and round it out real quick. Here's our orc. Here's our orc. And border the bowman over here is gonna roll for a bow. The spearman's gonna roll with a spear. These brave and valiant orcs. Surely they know that they cannot win this battle. And yet here they are, charging in, throwing away their lives. Why? Why would any rational creature behave such a way? Vincent's uh, honestly a little inspired. <laughs> oh. Oh. In in what way are you inspired, Vincent? I mean, uh, in the orc's bravery. It's amazing. Okay. Well, it's your turn with uh, uh, uh seven initiative. Yeah. Oh, my turn. Great. Yes. yes. Oh. All right. I'll shoot one dart. Why is it spears? I did not mean to roll that. Uh, I might have typed the macro wrong. It's possible. All right. That's a miss. Uh, yes, the three is absolutely a miss. The dart goes well over everybody's head, lands off in the distance. Peach, you've got two daggers. It is your turn. A 19 two plus two is a... Yes, two short turns. Thank you. 19 plus two is a critical hit. Roll me an additional d6. The 13 is a miss. Uh, but the four and one is five points of damage. You will slice into this orc's unguarded thighs, that big, thick, muscly bit. And you can look at these orc's thighs, and they're as big around as your, your entire torso. This must be a very sexy orc by all measures. Uh, <laughs> at least until you, you ripped open their legs. If you charge, for how long is the minus AC, like, how long does that last? Is it until you go next, or is it until the end of the turn, the current one? That's a great question. I'm not sure if they actually charge or if that was just description, though. Uh, they, those were charges. They had uh, plus two to hit on their attacks. Um, 
I think it is until the end of the round. Yeah, I think it's until the end of the round, not until the start of your next turn. All right. Uh, Borden, looks like you're going up. You are circling around to the back of one of these creatures and putting a sword in its body, right? That's right. Wow, 10 yes. damage. Yes. Uh, is that the top one or the bottom one? The bottom Apparently. one. Yeah, well, the bottom one will quickly double over and fall to the ground dead. Uh, Willa, Borden will get a second attack at the end of the round. Willa did... Sword, bow? Bow, she, she did bow. I don't know why it says, yeah, no, she did bow. Um, yeah. Um, I guess, is there anybody still she... being able to shoot <laughs> even? Like, where's the other one that ran off? Can she see them? Uh, yes, but she is engaged in melee with, with an orc, right? There's an orc within All right, that guy's distance. still there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she can shoot this one over here, but I think attacking this person will provoke an opportunity attack from the orc who is literally next to her with a two-handed axe, growling in her face, saliva drooling, unmasked, thriving in his element. Sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's shooting. That's fine. Okay. Um, a, a, did I roll that? I did roll that. 14 yeah. a great hit. It's actually a 16 because you're hitting the back. Back attack, right? Yeah. yeah. And five points of damage will almost, but not kill the enemy. Provoking the attack, the two-handed axe will come down with the the snarl of a fearsome orc who's waiting to get his first kill of the day. A 17 will hit Willa for a measly one point of damage. The saddest glancing blow. You know, it's the axe attack that hits the chainmail and then like bends the chainmail into your shoulder. And you're like, ow, I feel slightly bruised. Um, yep, spearmen are holding their positions, waiting for the rest of the orc ambush to occur. Um, maybe tightening up the formation a little bit. The last orc will flee, disappearing off the side of the map. Uh, and I think you've got one bowman who can... Eh, this guy is going to be brave enough. Two bowmen can take a shot without exposing themselves too much. At um, the fleeing one, you mean? No, at the, the orc next to Willa. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, this one and this one. Okay. 17 will do. That should be two points of damage. Not enough to kill Elaine. Your turn finally comes around. And I think you can, you can get to that orc easy peasy. Many routes to him. Uh, go ahead and... Are you... No, those are the other bows. Oh, yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, well, it's a 21. Natural 18. Easily a crit, but nine points of damage even before the other crits will bring the orc to his knees. And around you is this small field of suicidal orc bodies and one runner who took an arrow in the back but is still going to get their turn and is uh, fleeing off screen. Yeah, they already got their turn, and uh, is just is running. Yeah, I should have brought a horse. That would have been smart, but here we are. Hmm. Do we run after him? You can't chase. You can't chase. It's not a thing. Oh. If you're not faster, you're not gonna catch him. Mm. It could be a post strength checks, but you know you're. It, We're in you're gonna lose the party. Blah blah blah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Most of the party's yeah. encumbered. The orc is 
you saw them without very much armor, they're definitely not encumbered. Which direction were they running into? Uh, the, along the trail. Yeah, where, where, I don't know in which, the trail is like, heading cardinal direction to the east. Is it the one to the village or is it the one to the orc fort? At this point in time, that's the same trail. They will fork in front of you at some point. Well, well I guess we're heading... Change of plans. I think we go to the fort, right? I think so. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Ah, time to slaughter the women and children. I've been looking forward to this part. Are you ready? Who's up? Yeah. Uh, as we travel, I'll start casting my spells that I'm known for. Uh, I'll ask... Crumb. Uh, yes? Or rather, I'll use my knowledge of how Crumb fights. Do I think she would benefit from strength? Is, asking me. Uh, which is basically the strength stat, or do rogues just use dex? Uh, strength will affect your damage output um, and your to hit bonus. If it gets if it gets mm-hmm. to sixteen strength, it's a bonus of one to damage. Seventeen strength is a bonus of one to hit as well. Dex will never affect your melee combat, but it might affect your missile combat if it gets high enough. Okay, uh, and I can tell you that strength is not my forte. Um, as in, like, naturally, Crumb does not have very much strength. Okay. Uh, but she does use short swords to attack, so... Could be a Interesting. Yeah. How much do you have? 10? How much yeah, do you have? 10. 12? 10? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, she's not coming into plus damage range, probably, with your spell. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I will cast strength. I'll take on it though. Elaine. If you would like a volunteer, yeah, you know, I like was, the big warrior with the pipe. I was asking for number two. <laughs> I was thinking about who to cast number two. You are always going to be one. So uh, oh, you just want to make me big because you're like I'm not worried. Okay, I get it. That's fine. <laughs> All right, so I'll cast the strength on Elaine as we're heading to the road. This uh, towards the fort. This will last four hours, and I roll one d8 for you. Well, well. Mm, nice. Oh, pretty good. I think that's the the right number to push you to plus one, if I remember right, or maybe even more. What's your uh, current strength, Elaine? Um, I have sixteen strength, so I'm eighteen dash zero one. Or what is it? Uh, seventeen. Eighteen dash three. Ten, twenty, thirty. Yeah, eighteen. Then on your character sheet, you can do eighteen point three. And it will oh. adjust all of your what? attack like rolls, but not your damage rolls. Yeah. 18.3. Amazing. Yeah. All You'll right. have to remember to add two to your damage. But other than that, the, the attack roll will modify itself. All right. As soon as I pull out even more hair, I <laughs> cast a spell on my bodyguard, Vordren. It is the same strength. Uh, okay. Let's roll for him. Three. Okay, so he goes to 17. Which is excellent. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Okay, well, party. You continue through the foggy woods here. Well, this is all wrong. Um, eventually coming to the fork. 
and you can take the fork that will head in the direction of the orc fort. And you will come to an area that has been clear cut. Um, trees, these nice, lovely oak trees have been shorn from their places, leaving a gap of, oh, maybe 150 feet between the edge of the woods and the fort. You can get kind of to the point where you can see this gap, but you're still within the trees. Um, and you can, you know from the, the civilians with you that the fort is just beyond, but the thickness of the fog makes it hard to see the fort um, until you get a little bit closer. So I'm going to leave you at like, you can see the clearing, you know, this trail leads to the fort, but you can't see through the clearing to the fort yet. Um, you could get closer, but I, I don't want to put you in a spot that you're not ready to be in. I think, um, in terms of planning, I think we just want to go on up there, right? Do forts usually only have one entrance? Is it, it's not up against the wall, right? It has to be, is it like roundish? Oh. I mean, I can't probably tell from the trees, or? No, um, you can ask the locals, and they will tell you it is a square fort built by the original Drakissian warriors that were stationed here. Uh, it has four walls that are a good like 20 feet high with a tiled roof on top. Like the, the outer wall isn't, like I say, the fort is a ring with like an open courtyard in the middle. And so like you know, the outer wall is the outer wall of like a bedroom or uh, you know the, the kitchen or the, the dining room or something like that. And then there's a roof on top and then the open middle is a courtyard with a fountain. Uh, and there's right. one gate. Is a classic Drakissian fort has like a bar behind the gate to open it? What kind of what kind of like gate do I anticipate here? Right. Um, this ha the there's not a lot of metallurgy here, so this is a heavy wooden door that is in theory barred or open, depending on the proclivity of the people within. If they're sallying out, then that's an open door. If they are going to stay in and bunker themselves in, then it's a closed door. Um, but there are no parapets. There's no, like, you know, wall to walk. Right, so that's not, it's not an opportunity for archers to be up there and shoot down on us? Correct. But by inverse, there's not an opportunity for you to shoot people up on the wall. I'm not sure if it's too risky for me to go ahead and get some sense of it. Well, this would be... You could try opening the gate. I feel like if but I... it is risky. I don't... I feel... I the feel faster like, we head in, the... Climb? The faster can we head in, the more likely it is that the gate will still be open. That's true. Is there, like, a wall to climb, Neil? Well, you haven't gotten to the edge of the clearing to see the fort but in theory from what you've heard there is a wall it's like a, a stucco wall within like a, a little roof on top and if it's a really good well-maintained stucco wall it's going to be really hard to climb like there might be a window ledge that you can help scramble up on um, if it's not a well-maintained stucco wall mm -hmm. and if it's had like a little bit of degradation then it might be average or even easier to climb because yeah. you know so, just one more question before we do the climb, possible climbing. I feel like if that person had run 
like ahead of us, right, and had just entered the gate, then they must have just rebarred the gate if they barred it. But I feel like you would hear some commotion coming from that place if there was something bigger going on, right? It wouldn't be like quiet, or would we be too far away to hear anything? Um, if there's commotion happening on the inside of the walls, and then you're a couple hundred feet away, and you've got like that thick fog hanging everywhere. You might hear it if it was really loud, if they were like, you know, chanting a war cry to amp everyone up, you would probably hear it. But if they were just like, you know, assigning people to do things and boarding up a wall, um, that could be, that could be easily missed. Is there blood on the ground? Were there blood droplets as we approach the fort coming from this path? No. You might have, um, an expert tracker might have noticed some earlier but the amount of damage the orc took, plus the speed that they of which they were running, um, you, you haven't really noticed a, a sizable trail of blood. If the previous orcs are of uh, any notice, these orcs probably didn't bar the gate. Hmm. Well, there's only one way to find out, I guess. Yeah, let's Go march for it. on if in. The gate, yeah, if the gate is open, then we have an entrance. If it's not, then... I can climb and see what I can see. Uh... So, is the the whole party going forth to the edge of the woods to look in, or are we sending in just the one, just the halfling, scouted out? That is I think, uh, not even just us, but the whole army. The I whole... think we're all going. Okay. We're all going, but I want the bowmen far enough behind that they can shoot in case these guys open the doors and charge on us, like, the second we're trying to move in. Yeah, well... Um, let me hide everything on this map. I'm gonna bring us on over. This. Uh, and we've got you guys in the upper left-hand corner over here. I think that is everyone, including Willa. So why don't you arrange your people in a way that you would like? Um, Wait, I just so have... gate is at the top part? The northern yeah. part? Yep, yep. I have, you know, bows in back, spears in front. Um, but I don't know if is you have a... some more clever arrangement. <laughs> what? It's that clearly accurate, supposed yeah. to be the it's... other way. What there is, is no the there's no trees here, yeah? This is all right. grass. It's all open territory. What's this thing at the top, Neil? This circle uh silver thing. I, I don't know what you're looking at. On the house? The fort? Fort the in the in the very middle? Yeah. That's a fountain. Oh. This thing? Yeah, it's a fountain. Uh, how's it looking? The quality of the structure from here? Um, it looks like it's seen better days. Uh, but right, right now, I just want you to arrange your soldiers so that I know what your your order looks like for when we approach the fort. Uh, um, when, when it is, is that you come to the edge of the woods and get within view. So I haven't revealed what the... You know, there could be 50 orcs outside the fort right now, or they could all be inside. I want to know the, the, the trooping before we get there. I think this is fine. I think the other two can uh, place them how they want. I think I'm going to be in front. The rest is okay for me. Robert, you probably don't want to be in the very front. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like here. Ah, or like perfect. here. Yeah. I'll be there. Well, 
we're going to take our break right now. We're going to come back on the other side with the full-fledged assault on the Orcish Fort or something like that. Uh, We'll see you on the other side of our break. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's time. The party moves to the edge of the woods. And you can see through the swirl and eddy of the fog that there in front of you is this fortress. And I think you can also see... Wait, why is it a fortress? I thought it's a fort. (laughs) Same, same. Literally the exact same thing. I'm just making sure we didn't walk to the castle because that's not where we wanted to be. No, no, you're just you're at the the fort fortress. It's not a castle. Holy crap! Now it's a fort fortress. <laughs> Stack it. Um, here we go. Here's the track that we want. You look through the fog. You see the forty fort before you. You can see the state of the walls are not only in disarray, but it looks like they have been actively used for target practice. There's like red circles painted on it that have been shot at with bows and arrows Mm -hmm. that have chipped away at the stucco. You can see an area where someone was just like, you know, pinned to the wall. And, you know, they've since been removed, but you can see, like, the bloody imprints of what would have been like hands up against the wall and the, the outline of a person that must have, I don't know, decayed there for a little while and left the, the thing in a bit of a state. Um, but you can also see that there are no orcs assembling out in the field. It looks to be quiet. Like they don't know you're coming or like they're waiting on the inside for you. Mm. Uh, well, would you like me to try and see above the walls? Because first off, can we see the gate from here, or do we need to march a little bit for it? Um, you can mm, see that there's this little outcropping right over here that would be—it's like a, a little bit of a roof that sticks out. The gate would be recessed into that somewhat, so you couldn't see the gate from your position, but you can see like where the gate would be on the walls. That makes sense. Okay, is it closed? Um, the gate itself would be inside, so you'd have to get to a different spot to tell if it's open or closed. Okay. Let's march over there, I advise. Yeah, I think we're marching on it. Alright, the party marches across the open plain until you are before the gate. And I will try to turn this as exactly as I can. <laughs> nice. A little bit crooked. What are you going to do about it? I'm huge yeah uh, well the gate appears to be shut and on the outside perimeter of the walls you've seen absolutely no windows it's just a thick stucco wall everywhere it's just dark inside yeah there's a little bit of a recess it goes in a few feet and then there's like a set of oaken doors that are like mm-hmm. banded together with brass and well, if you think you can open this crumb. Oh, you want me? You want me to climb the. and then. I think that's what you were thinking, right? 
I was thinking to scout to see how many people were there. Um, I could potentially open the gate. Does it look like it needs a key or just like a good push? Um, it looks like it's got a bar behind it. So you would need like a really good push. You'd actually probably need a battering ram to break down this gate. Unless I went behind it and brought brought it up like, without being killed or not. Right. Well, this is not meantime. a it's not a rising gate. It's like a set of doors that open, like thick, heavy doors that would open and close. And someone's just set like a bar against the backside. So it, it's a pretty solid. Would I know. be able to move the bar though, as a half like a little halfling? You know, you, that's not something that you could tell without seeing the bar. In general, a gate of this size, what's your strength? Is it 10? Ten. In theory, if you were alone and there was no one around, you could probably lift that bar without any problem. Like, a little bit of problem. Like, you could you could lift it out of place. But if there's a whole bunch of orcs over there, uh, you'd, you'd never be able to get to it. Can I shout out from here? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'll shout out, Ganasha! Mm. Give me, Ooh. give me a charisma check. Are you intimidating when you say this? Are you, or is it just like a? No, a weak... I'm as intimidating as I can be. Oh, that's perception, my bad. It's the wrong roll. It's plus wrong three, roll. so it would be a twenty-one. But I can re-roll if you want. Uh, no, we'll take the die. It's a, a twenty-one. You call out for the orc. Um, and the gate before you will shudder for a moment and then it will crack open just enough for a single orc to step out and you can see the orc that steps out is um, well muscled and much better armored this one it doesn't have just like the light armor around the head and shoulders this one actually has like leather with metal straps that go across it little bits of plate here and there proper gloves proper boots proper shin guards um this is a 17 ac orc how many eyes do they have one eye the other is slashed out um you know as if they've been blinded in combat at some point in the past Mm. you called (laughs) i'll say uh I, Elaine Pentelin, challenge you over leadership over this fort. <laughs> Step inside, Elaine Pentelin, and we shall duel. Okay, I'll march forward. Wait, really? I call uh, out after her? Are, are we all coming in or just you? We should all come in, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, sure. Um, but Elaine is going first, right? The whole party's... I'm going in. I'm going in for, uh, first, yeah. I'll see if sure. I'm getting shot the second I step inside. Um, yeah, well, the the party approaches, and the gate is open. You know, it's just a set of double doors. One mm-hmm. door is open. Um, the orc is sort of standing inside the doorway, motioning into the courtyard beyond that looks pretty empty and abandoned. And um, as Elaine begins to step through the gate, there is a flurry of activity while the orcs on the inside try to shut the gate Shoot. as Elaine oh, steps okay. through it. Um, All right. 
So we're gonna do we're gonna do some initiative. I don't think anyone is surprised in this situation, so we're not gonna call for surprise checks. Yeah, I'd also say that we're closer to a lane as we all you, try if, to get through the gate. Mm-hmm. If the gate opens like that and they try to shut it, how does that work? So it works like, by having one orc is standing behind the gate as it's like pressing them against the wall. And then as you begin to step through the gate, that But that means it opens inwards, yeah? Yes, it opens inwards. Definitely. Can you 100%. see their little feet like poking out from behind no. the wall? Nope. Um, and so the situation, I think technically what we've got is an orc behind the door as Elaine is stepping through the door and the, the orc leader next to the door and this other orc, um, you know, who is probably, this one's actually probably just behind this wall. Uh to the back here. Ah, there we go. Now we've got the proper battle map. Let's see. Um, and then this one would be right over here. Not many. It's only four of them so far. <laughs> yeah, that's probably all. And then probably like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about 20 cages for, for all the dogs, you know, but otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably fine, right? Sure. What do we roll again in, for um, this? I think we are rolling initiative as the gates are trying to be slammed shut and the battle is breaking out. So if we wanted to like stop the gates from being shut, it would be like strength. Yeah. So you'd roll a plus three on your initiative as you see the gates. There's also no bar on it though. Like they can try shutting it, but they can't shove the thing on top at the same time, right? This will be a contest of strengths. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're rolling with an axe. You're rolling with a three. Uh, you're rolling with an axe. Um, there we go. Uh, that was for Vordren, a strength check for initiative. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I see what you're doing right there for Vorden. Okay. Does, does that work? That has one, two, it should be an eight, not a zero. Perfect. Eight and Vorden got a 12. And I think we're going to do our spears and our bows. And you're probably doing a bow. Um, did... Orc leader, orc, orc. Right. And last but not least, orc. Okay. Elaine, Pentelin, and Peach are the first ones to go as the door begins to slam itself shut and they're trying to shove y'all out of the way. Elaine, what are you doing? Um, do I get a plus two for attack and damage? How does that work? Well, which one do I need to put on top, you said? Uh, to you'll, you'll need to remember to add the damage at the end of the day. Okay. If you, if you roll right. off the sheet as is without changing anything. Then two extra damage. Two extra damage. All right. Uh, I want to attack the orc that's on my right-hand side. Excellent. Uh, on... There, there's a door right here between separating the two of you. He's he's hiding behind the door. Oh, this is, this is the orc that's closing the door. So if he's closing it, I just get shoved out. Yep. 
that's essentially what's happening is that you're walking through it and, and actually I think what you know he doesn't try to shut until you're through it so maybe Peach is in the way it's something like this like it's all happening as you're coming right, through the door but I can't see him so I'll just right. attack the lady and I can also I mean I can't turn how does it work if I turn around she gets like a back attack so that's a dumb idea correct yeah yeah okay no I'll just attack her in front of me then that's fine excellent maybe actually this would um, be the right order because there's a door blocking off this yeah don't let me move oh. you where you don't want to be but um yep i was more shut. expecting the spearman to be up in front perfect we can have the spearman in front okay okay uh elaine goes to the orc the lead orc with her arming sword and natural 20. Oh. You're Fucking eating mad. good today. Get cool. fucked. Critical <laughs> hit you don't right do off the bat. I'll do it. You no matter what. Okay. All right, roll me some damage there, Elaine. What do I even roll for this now? Uh, so I get like two extra damage. So it's one d8 plus five two times. Just roll your damage. Add another d8 and another two. <laughs> okay, I'm rolling my damage. I'm rolling Max an damage oh on the first God. die. An extra oh two, you said? Uh, yes. So three. It's a fourteen. Fourteen Max damage. Min. Hacking wow. through the half the orc's HP in a single critical blow mm. to start off the battle. Excellent uh, shield punch. That misses probably. Yes, deflected by the orc's heavy armor as she lets out like a wheezing grunt as her, you know, already wounded eyes further cleaved into just deepening that scar down across her face, splitting the lips open, knocking off half of a tusk um, and letting blood splatter across the red brick floor. Peach, it is your turn. Now, you can... Yeah, go ahead, Nona. Talk. No, 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 you say I was going to say, uh, I don't remember what you rolled in for, but you could jump inside and stay inside. You could try and hold the door. What, what are you going to do? Um, if I don't move, will the people behind me be able to keep the door open either? Who knows? Everything's happening very quickly. What do you want to do? Do you want to go for the door or do you want to go inside? Um, I wanted move. to try and make sure that the door would stay open. Excellent. So you're going to be making a post strength check against the orc who is shutting it. So why don't we just opposed strength? Yeah. So you're going to roll your strength and they're going to roll their strength. And we're going to see who gains control over the door. Oh, man. I really don't think I'm going to win this one. Orcs are like strong. Yeah. Yeah. They they are strong. Well, sometimes they have bad days, though. That's true. Oh, a 19 for Peach, a 16 for the See, Orcs. look at him. Wow. He has a shit day. Um, it is a, a mutual failure. <laughs> the door huh? just gets crushed in the struggle. It disappears. There's no more yes. doors to be had. I win. Well, you need a 21 is a success. And oh. so you've both failed. The Orc has failed worse than you, but you've all failed miserably. Um, so I think what we see here is that the door gets like partially shut. It is, uh, instead of being wide open, it gets to be like a a semi-closed, not closed enough that they could latch it in place, but not open enough that your allies can get through behind you. Like you succeed in preventing them from closing it. 
and they succeed in preventing you from keeping it all the way open. And now it's in this like awkward, half closed, both of you, you know, throwing your weight against it. And with your smaller stature, you can just like hold the bottom corner and they're, I don't know. I, I have no idea how this works, but this is how it works. Can someone behind me put their hands, because I'm small, just put their hands on the door and like push like from a top angle? Yeah, we will see when Vorden's turn comes up. But uh, you you keep them from closing the gate entirely. Uh, all right. Okay. Just so we'll, this uh, will come up potentially later. I'm imagining when it's that orc's turn, it doesn't get a chance to close it. Because... Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, for them, rolling initiative is actually probably a non-starter because their closing of the door is what triggered the beginning of the encounter. So I don't cool. think... Yeah. Um, Peach goes. Willa goes. Uh, Willa and the rest of the bowmen have no shots whatsoever, so they will, uh, you know, ready some actions for when they can do something. Vincent, it's your turn. You've cast cool. some strength spells. I reach into my pouch, grab some fine red dust, and throw it in the direction of Elaine as I chant the spell for enlarge. Oh, what's the range on enlarge? It is 20 yards, uh, 20 feet. Well, that I do believe is still plenty of room, 20 feet. Can you get a little closer to Elaine? Were you starting? Advise this guy to get out of the way as I try to take his spot. Make way. Yeah. Right. We will say that you were knowing what you were doing, prepping spells. You oh, were probably yeah, a little you bit moved closer. her five feet forward, so yeah. I wanted. You would have been in the right spot. Yep. yep. The spell will go off. I do believe Elaine accepts the incoming spell from Vincent and uh, Elaine. You will grow forty percent. Forty percent larger. Oh, that spell though. You now dominate the battlefield. Jesus Christ, I'm even bigger than before. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. Alright. Um, this... uh, get out the way after that. Okay. What do you think? Uh, this spearman and this one, well, you can't really get there. This one is going to try the desperate um, bashing down a door that is being barred. Uh, he has a 4% chance of maybe being able to bash down the barred door and rolls a 49, which is a wild failure uh, and cannot bring the door down. And the other spearmen are just gathering outside, but they really can't do anything. Same with the bowmen. Vordant, it is your turn. The door has been slightly shut. Um, you and the halfling are, are sort of in the way. Okay. Vordant with... had uh, rolled a strength, um, had it announced the initiative strength check. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll push at it. Excellent. Vorden comes to L of aid, the halfling strength. We're going to call something slightly different. We're going to combine the strength of the halfling and Vordant. Uh, nice. Max press of 220 plus 115 is 335, which corresponds to what strength? 335 corresponds to 18 strength. Excellent. So we will make that a plus 18 instead of a plus 17. Brings us to a 27. And can the orc resist the 27? Oh, it's a 22. They cannot. Together, the two of you can swing that door all the way open. Um, Pushing him a little bit in the process? 
Yeah, not enough to do damage, but definitely squeezing him inside. Oh, uh, I'll and will get in the way of the door. Excellent. Um, and I do believe I that is the... What is the command to, like, more finely drag things so it doesn't snap? Alt. Hold alt while you drag. Great. Uh, oh, so you're you're pressing yourself into the opening door. Yeah, Vordran is trying to keep the door open. Got it. Excellent. Well, it's great because now it's the other orcs' turn. The orcs who are hiding around the corner because <laughs> they they're a big fan. That is so funny. <laughs> All right. All yep. behind one bush. Yep, all behind the walls, and they come out with a roar. And the first one comes out with a roar and then pauses a little bit because all of a sudden this human fighter is like nine feet tall. And that's not really what we're expecting. That's okay. Yeah, human enough for them. Um, And they will fill in, but it's a little awkward uh, as they, they quickly come to the front. Oh boy, that's a lot of people. Is Elaine the definition of orc beauty right now? <laughs> um, if she bathed in some cow's blood, it would be a sight to behold. Maybe yeah. later. Yeah. All right, Elaine, you have one, two, three, four, five orcs um, who are now all throw, uh, smacking at you with their axes. So here we go. The first one is... Actually, sorry, this one is not coming after you. This one is going after Peach. So it's four orcs. The first two have flanking attacks. The second two are frontal attacks. So one oh. is a nine. A two is a 15. A and the frontal attacks are 19 a and six. And a miss. Actually, um, it is daylight out. It is foggy, and we are in, like, this kind of dim atrium, but... So... Mm, yeah, it's not bright daylight. I'm not going to give them their combat penalties yet. The fog will burn off eventually in the afternoon, but for now, it's a, a nice, gloomy day. So the orcs all will miss you. Um, leaving this orc back here, who was supposed to attack, but now he's stuck in the corner. We're just going to fold him into the rest of the orc initiative. And the orc leader will go with their large two-handed axe, their 17 strength, and they will bring it up in the atrium and down upon Elaine's head with a 15. Enormous. Okay. First round of combat has gone awkwardly, but the party is big. We're going to roll initiative for the next round. Let's go. Hypnotic pattern is such a good idea. Okay, 
I think initiative has been rolled by everyone. I see a peach. I see a pair of Elaines. I see a pair of Trumps. Okay. Peach, you're first. You've got your short sword. Your your back or your shoulder is against this door, kind of holding it, but also Vordant is also holding it. Um, yeah. What are you going to do here? Um, I want to stab attack whoever is closest to me and looking more most threatening. Oh. Yeah, this guy who actually was supposed to attack you last round. I called it out and then I completely forgot to roll it. That's we okay. Well, his... no, 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 no. You're, you're right. We should definitely make all the attacks happen. Koibu, he forgot. It was in the He's moment like, oh, and he well, had a brain again. fart. He literally, they're not very smart. He had a conniption. But now the moment has passed. You can't go back in time. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy, Koibu! We called it! We called it. We just forgot to roll it, and nothing else happened since then. I think it's fine. I think the orc brings the axe up and down and slices into the little halfling's body for eight points of damage. Little halfling. That's a that's a quarter of your HP. Would you would you do the honors? Oh, thank you. I was so glad to see those numbers go down. <laughs> it's beautiful. But it's your turn now. This is the orc okay. that just slashed into your your actually rather large, beefy, strong halfling body because you have a lot of HP. Um, yes, you're you. actually quite the, the halfling tank. Thank you. See, I am like a very beefy, so I could get it on with an orc. And I have hairy toes. And you said that the orcs like hairy feet. They like hair, sorry. Yeah. And I have- and you critical the orc with your first attack. Yeah. Uh, roll me another d6 on top of that. Three. It's a total of five damage, which badly wounds the, the monster before you. Yeah, but he badly wounded me more. Yes. That's okay, yes, though. But proportionately, you did more damage That's to him than he true. did to you. A, a rage glows behind Crumb's eyes. The, the orc behind the door. And now it's just him and Vordant. Um, I guess Peach's, her her body there will need to be moved. Um, but I don't think it's enough to bring Vordant's temporary strength to 18. So Vordant, give me another post strength check as the orc tries to slam this door shut. You succeed and the orc fails and the heavy door is still held in position. All right, go strength spell. Elaine. Yeah. With your huge like to... size, I'll try to attack the the leader again with the longsword. Uh huh. Um. You're, you're gonna need a 17, and it's another 24 critical hit. Please roll me another D8 plus. Oh, we forgot to add your 40 percent for being enlarged. On the last attack. Oh, no, no, it didn't. Uh, I went after her. Oh, perfect, excellent. Um, so roll me the additional d8 plus two. Um, the enlargement damage just goes to the sword, so we'll enlarge whatever the sword damage is, and then the strength damage will be added flat. So five and one is six times 1.4 is nine damage. Um, and then nine and five is 14, right? Yes. Uh, yes. that, that literally brings the orc to zero. 
Uh, just perfect. Second attack drops yes, the captain really to the ground. <laughs> I love that. I love doing that. That's my favorite part of playing Elay. Is bringing people to exactly zero uh, HP so you can wake yep. them up later. Yep. Okay. Well, um, no movement for you. It sounds like Vincent. It's your turn. All right. Hi. Well, I do technically get a shield punch. Oh, you do? That's, yes, go ahead and, and punch I your shield. I want a shield punch to the dude to the right of me. Like, like am I, is that possible? How does that? I'm not sure if that works. Can I shield punch this guy? Or is that like it's you got to turn around and then? No, no, no. You can okay, shield I'll, punch I'll take that these, one. Yeah, one yeah, I'll take that one. That is reasonable. That is much more reasonable. All right. Uh, <laughs> large Elaine, shield just oh, out miss. to the left. Um, the orc will brace his own little, little buckler in between himself and you, and the pressure will not hurt him. Vincent, um, no. no. You, you ended your turn over here, and you're moving here and casting here? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, right. Was it that you needed to only five foot step when cast? Yeah. I forgot five about foot steps that. And caps. Could yeah, I yeah. do it from here? I just wanted to be behind the wall, so to say. Uh, yeah, I think you could step here. You're casting Hypnotic Pattern? Yes. Yeah, if you center it, because you got to look through the open door on, like, this square or this square, that should be fine. Uh, great. That is about where the square is, right, in terms of yeah. how I'm drawing it? That's pretty okay. good. So I pull out a, a glowing incense rod, and... I will send out the swirl of colors, which forms a hypnotic pattern uh, over that square. Pattern causes any creature looking at it to become fascinated and stand gazing as long as the spellcaster maintains the display, plus two rounds thereafter. It can captivate a maximum of 24 levels or hit dice of creatures. All creatures within the area of effect and, and all creatures affected must be within the area of effect and each is entitled to a saving throw versus spell. A damage-inflicting attack on an affected creature frees it immediately. You need not utter a sound, but you must gesture appropriately while holding a glowing stick of incense or a crystal rod filled with phosphorescent material. You are... You're essentially at a rave, moving a glow stick in the eye, in front of the eyes of some... some person. Very good. Yes, I'll do it from that position then. Excellent. Does that hit me? Oh, no. No, I think you're outside of the box. I don't know, because I'm big. Like, I have no idea. Uh, he drew it so that you were outside of the range. All right. Yeah. I'll just squeeze back against uh, the people yep. behind me, I guess. Yep. So, orc saving throws. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve of them. They need to roll a 17 or higher... So we're going to roll 12d20 greater than 17. Four pass and are not hypnotized. Uh, one, two. So you are going to be hypnotized. You're hypnotized. Not you, but yes, you. And you, but not you. Yes to you. Oops. Yes to you. Yes to you. And to you. Excellent. These orcs all stand 
hypnotized for as long as you maintain this, plus two rounds thereafter. Great. Excellent. Yeah, I'll stand right here and maintain it. All right. Uh, Willa will call and sort of start muscling the spearman forward. Drag her out! Get her out of there! She will call to her um, spearmen and soldiers. And the bowmen will let the spearmen handle that. Uh, the orc leader is unconscious. We can just pull them out of the initiative order. The remaining orcs, this one on left, is going to attack you, Elaine, with a 17. Actually, plus one is 18 is going to miss. Uh, the one on your other side will hit you with a four, which is a wild miss. This one right here is going after Peach once again and will bring Fuck the axe that. up and down with a 17 to hit, but it's only a glancing blow for a single point of damage, Peach. You may be able to deflect it to the side slightly with your short bow, having it just like cleave into uh, the ground, grazing your your callous taffling toes. Um, and this guy behind the door already went. But we're not going him. Um, this one's kind of stucco as well. And um, what you're going to see is actually nothing. You won't see anything. It's fine. Uh, this guy, can he do anything? Can he... Just so I'm... Like, I understood the spell correctly. The second we go out, if they shut the door, because, like, the spell fails and everybody's back awake, yeah? After two rounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's a good read. I, I would, um, goes, um, I try to, like, uh, shout over Willow. Why would we pull her out? We're winning! <laughs> She probably uh, can't see, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe, like, protect Captain's life. It's clearly a trap. You know, yeah. Uh, this one is going to... Th- these spearmen are going to come over here, and he's going to try to extract... You can't get to the captain, um, but he's going to try and grab Peach. And you don't have to let him, Peach. But you can see the spearman is, like, shoving a, a shield in the way. Um, and drops a spear... Stop hitting him! I point to the orc. Me! Miss, you gotta get out of here! I'm fine! Kill him! Attack him, you big brute! Well, uh, this spearman is spending his turn trying to get Peach out. Doesn't can't in the end. This one will try his 4% luck to maybe bash down that door. Uh, it's an 85. It is not going to succeed. It fails miserably. And Vordent will take a turn. Now, you're still holding the door. It's been successful so far. You can do nothing and just leave the door propped open like this. You can try to make a strength check to open it even further or uh, whatever else you want. Uh, Vordren rolled a arming sword attack, so he'll hold with that, and he hits the orc next to him. Ah, right. So you got your back to the door, and you're going to smash that orc for five points of damage, which will drop it. Um, and it will yeah. go down. Sorgren, who's a man of few words, will yell at the spearman behind him. You idiot, come in here and fight. Yeah. Yes, thank you, well, This orc that was stuck back here finally has his opportunity. He had readied his action. 
Um, and now, once his companion falls dead to the ground, he will step forward and bring his axe into Vordran's body. With a natural 18 plus one as a 19, still not a critical hit, but it is 10 points of damage to Vordran. Brutal. Ron, like, ducks and, like, sees that, you know, like... (laughs) Yeah, if that had hit... No, no, never mind. It wouldn't be down, but I'd be bloodied. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Elaine, this is your round where you get your second attack. Amazing. I would like to... So many people. Uh, I'm going to try for this one, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. This orc is not staring transfixed at the colors in the sky, uh, but he is seeing the arming sword coming up. And for a moment, there are colors. Plus two, eight damage. As the orc's face splits open, that little helmet he was wearing helped him not at all. And the orc lays split upon the floor before you. Um, Did anyone else have second attacks? I don't think so. No, no second attacks. End of the round. Willa is still shouting. Actually, good point. Uh, Vordren will get a second attack. Forgotten about that. No, he did not make a sword attack last round. Oh, I see. Got it. Yeah, every other round he gets two. Okay. Uh, But it is initiative. And I think think this is the time where we're going to make a morale check for our orcs. Hmm. DM screen. What are their morale benefits? Um. Let's see. Dead leader and some half elf. The opponent is forty percent bigger than that. Sexy halfling. Yep. I wear sandals. Oh yeah. Beefy halfling than anybody anticipated. Like tank halfling. The hair is like I take care of it. It's conditioned. And this place is a giant rave on top of things. You know? Yes. Yep. Yep. We're in here. The people over there are like, boom, 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 boom. Uh, like, I no, think. They have, yeah, they're later dying and they're partying over there. I mean, this is the scariest place an, an uncivilized orc must have ever seen, probably. Like, where's the light coming from? Why is the half elf so tall? Why is the, why is the halfling not dead? Like, there's so many questions. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to make themselves a morale check. They needed a three or less, and they got a three or less. That's amazing. Ruthless bastards, you have to hand it to them. Mm -hmm. Off with their heads, you know, as they say. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now we're going to roll in this guy's initiative. And this one's initiative. And I think that's good. We roll the spearman. We did not roll the spearman. Um, roll with the spear. Willa is rolling at three, and the miscellaneous bowmen are still rolling with the bow, and it's fine. Excellent. First up is Vincent. What are you doing, Vincent? I wave my rod to maintain the spell. Excellent. Well done. Uh, the bowmen chill. Vordant. Now. Are you no longer using your action to hold that door? Yeah, he's in the way and he's uh But you're attacking strong. with your sword, right? Correct. You're not so okay. That's right. I decided to attack the guy in front. Excellent. Uh, here's uh, the roll. 
It's a five. It's a miss. Alas. Each. How dead is their leader? Like, can you describe the state of death that she's yeah. in? Like, what's well, happening to her You body? can see right between Elaine's massive legs, and you can see that the orc leader is splayed out on the ground like, with yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. slash through the face, and, like, they're laying there, splayed all over the place, but you can still see that the hand that's, like, around the battle axe is, like, gripping it and then, like, relaxing and letting go. And, like, the fingers are twitching and they're, like, almost conscious. If I roll for initiative with a sword, but then I want to do ventriloquism, do I have to do that another round? Yeah, yeah. When you roll initiative, you set your actions for the round. No problemo. I will go into this guy right here. This one right here? Oh, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Short sword, short sword. 17, 18, 19 is a hit. 10 is a miss, but the 19 hits for three points of damage. York wounded will come after you next round. Um, The spearman behind you, you've been telling him to fight. He doesn't really have a great angle. I'm going to give him a pair of attacks and we'll take the lower one because he's trying to stab awkwardly around this corner and the door's in the way and it's all of a mess. Um, so two attacks, a four is a miss. Unfortunate because the other was a crit and max damage. Um, it's sad. And we will get the the general orcish melee. Now I did pass the morale check. I'm going to just drag the leader away because this guy's coming into the middle and this one is pushing his way to the front line. He's going to come on in here and... I keep on coming. This one's going to come here, and this one's going to come here, and the others are standing transfixed. And we've got one against... Well, Peach, you just did stab him, so the orc is going to slash at you with a natural 20, um, which does clear by five. It's a critical hit for three plus one d10 damage. This is a hit for a maximum of 10 points of damage against you, Peach. Ouchies. Yes. And then Elaine, we have one frontal attack, which is a seven. And we've got two flank attacks at plus one each. Uh, Miss. An 11 and a 21 for five points of damage. I'll subtract it. Willow will chill. The orc on the door, he's pushing again. But Vordant... Vorden's not paying close attention. Vorden's just leaning against the door with his back while fighting someone else. And so the orc is going to have advantage on... I think Vorden has disadvantage on the strength check because he's not really giving it full attention. Uh, So... Or do you do it at half strength? I think half strength makes more sense than disadvantage. It is 2e after all. So 17 divided by 2 is 8... Uh, roll me d20 plus 8. Your 16 versus their 17. Uh, I think the door will close a little bit. And this is going to put our player, these characters in a weird spot. Peach, the door is closing. You can either slip inside as the door closes and squeeze with the orc, or you can slip outside as the door closes and squeeze with the spearman. Which one do you want to do? Do you want to be in? Oh, that's both a fail. Why is he succeeding in closing the door then? Um, like, why does he? He's like, he's fine. Bit. He's achi- yeah, but he's achieving what he wants. And like, we're being put in a disadvantage. If he had succeeded, the door would close all the way. Um, this is the same semi-failure that they did last time, where the door closed part way, not all the way. 
Yeah, but she didn't get shoved last time. Um, and also, I she, well, like, she was also she the only one in the square that. that time. Like, right now, she and Vordant are both squeezing in this square, and now the square is getting closed to a slightly smaller space. And so someone Yeah, but has it's got also more weight. Like, it's a, a warrior in full armor with the door now. Yeah, like, but the warrior's like got his out. back to the wall, and the, the orc is, you know, shoving it. And he's not shoving it enough to close it, but he's shoving it enough to move those people. Yeah, um, I think it's fair. And I think, Peach, you can decide where you want to go with this. It's either a free disengage or a free get closer to my enemy. What do you want to do? That's rough. Yeah, it's real rough. Um, is there a, any wisdom that you can bestow on me of what? Yeah, disengage. Okay. That's your wisdom. Take it. A little bit out. All right, you're gonna slide into the square with the spearman. Vordant is now in the the half square as the door is slightly closed, but not all the way. Um. And Elaine... All right, so if in doubt, you just push it back open. Mm-hmm. Like, if it closes, you can push it back open. Elaine, both of us as well. It is now your turn. All right. Heroic Frey! No, they're, they're not no. low enough for that, unfortunately. Nope. Would be fun, though. One day I'll be strong enough to regard orcs as kobolds. One day. One day. Um, yeah, well, I guess I'll attack... There's just so many. They're all not hurt. I'll just take the guy in front of me. Why not? Why, Why the heck not? Yeah. Or maybe to the right. Then there's nobody coming in. Let's take the one to the right now. This one? The one that you had attacked with the oh, shield? Oh, okay. This one. Character Sorry. right, not, Different. not stage right. Yeah, sword right. Sword right. All right. Um... That's uh, yeah, another well, critical hit you know. for max damage, plus the other D8 well, in there. Dang. Easy, crazy. Uh, I think he's down. Yeah, you he's definitely. Yeah, you, the York collapses. Into a pile All right, of and then we're going to shield punch the other guy that I've shield punched before. Mm-hmm. 14 will 14. hit. Four points Four of damage. damage. Uh, the other orc will use his readied action. Is now that, that his plus two? Yes. Oh, what? Oh, yes, it okay. does. So another also two. gets plus forty percent, which I think is plus one in this case. Yes, yes, it is. Okay, York is down to two HP. As you kill one, the other will take his place with his axe. His ready to action goes off. A fifteen against you is a miss. And Vordant will get his second attack this round as well, as the door oh, yes. begins to close. Nine is not going to cut it. Okay. Peach, you're sliding out of the combat a little bit. There's still room to, to do things, but this square is getting real tight and real uncomfortable now. Uh, the spearman can't manage to break down the door. I'm just going to move him out of the way a little bit. Um, the bowman can't shoot in. It's pretty much just Elaine being swamped by orcs. You're just too big. Um, and everyone should roll me some initiative. Vincent from outside has noticed the ineptitude of these spearmen and says, you don't have to break the door, just push it. I have a question. If I want to use a skill, Mm -hmm. a skill, what's the initiative for that? Which skill would you like to use? Ventriloquism. Ah, 
Uh, if you're just shouting, I think you could do a... So like a free action? No, it's not a free action because you're spending your round talking instead of fighting, but you can start with like an initiative modifier of zero. Now, if you're trying to make it sound like the unconscious orc is talking, which it sounds like you're going to try to do... final words. I just want to remind you that even if you can throw your voice, you don't speak orcish and you don't sound like an orc. Right? That'd be really cool, though. That would be so cool if you could impersonate that unconscious orc to give out orders, but... But you're still a halfling! And and over the din of combat, I don't know if you can sound like an orc and speak orcish all of a sudden. Right? That's fucked up. Okay. But the... Oh, yeah. But it's a cool idea. But you know what? Because they'd be dying. I... They would be dying. Yeah, you should I could, spend like, your turn on gurgle. it. I could gurgle. Yeah. I could gurgle. Yeah. Great. And like, Absolutely. you're not going to sound normal when you're literally about to die. She, her face is cleaved in. Excellent. Roll me initiative. Modifier of zero. I'm telling you, this is it. Yeah. It's their leader. Their revered leader. Absolutely. Well, you go first. It's excellent. Thank you. And with your, your throne voice... What do you I have the, the unconscious leader say? Run for your lives. Excellent. And give me an amazing charisma check. <laughs> like, roll me a natural you 20. Good? Here. No, see, no, no, good, no, no. not amazing. That's so crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> The microphones are clipping everyone's excited shouts and cries. Escape! Okay. Strong! All right, Peach, you fucking do it. I don't know why the orc is speaking in the common. These orcs don't speak common. They pick up a couple of words here and there, but, you know, maybe, maybe in her dying moments... Her brain is misfiring. Misfire! And she's using the common words. And I suppose run is a word that the orcs have learned to shout at people before they like hack them to bits because it makes for good sport. And um, <laughs> we will provoke a morale check for all of the enemy because you. I encourage oh, this I'm behavior because crying. I thought it couldn't happen because the chances yeah, of success well, were so low. This is on you, Neil, and you know it. And the orcs you brought here, this upon yourself. they hear the run for your fucking lives or, or whatever it was you say. Um, and there, the morale begins to break. Uh, Bowman chill, Vordant. You can see the orcs turning their heads and confusion as they've been given an order to run. What, what an unusual order from their captain. But maybe there's wisdom <laughs> in it. Maybe yeah. maybe this is the right time. Maybe they, they had plans discussed earlier. They might have seen something outside that they didn't see. Maybe. They don't know. Maybe. Well, Vordant either way is pushing against that door to try to let the army in. Alrighty. Uh, it's not good enough. The door holds its current position but does not close, uh, open or close any further. Okay. Um... You know, Willa and the Bowman are gonna... There's not much for them to do. The orcs, however, um, run for your lives. And so they will. This one will bolt. Uh, this one will bolt, provoking attack of opportunity. From me? From Elaine, yep. 
All right. Uh, uh that's a hit, but not a kill. Oh wait, with Nine the damage. additional forty percent, yeah. That's a six plus five is eleven is actually a kill. Uh, you will drop that orc before they can get too terribly far. The Excellent. next orc will uh, do a similar thing. Go ahead and give me an attack of opportunity. Because you get three attacks uh, of opportunity as a fighter of your right. level. And yeah, that, that's another dead orc. Don't bother with the damage. It's fine. And this Why one that's so stuck mad, against Neil? the Why wall. So Shut up. Make your attack <laughs> against this orc. I'm a very convincing orc. Okay, another one bites the dust before they can get too terribly far. That's three of Elaine's three opportunity attacks, meaning this one back here can only provoke an opportunity attack from Vordant. Who will miss? And this orc can bolt to the side. Um, And that is, oh, oh, this one back here can slip out from behind the door as well um, and make their way over to this other thing here. And you're going to lose track of these orcs as they disappear behind walls. Um, and I guess this thing over here is gonna do that and we're not gonna worry about what's being rolled over here cause it's fine that is uh, some walk initiative get ready what? <laughs> that's not why what's... would they release the hounds on us uh, yeah kind of rude yeah all right, well, the spearman can go, and that door can swing all the way open now that that orc is oh, gone, finally. right? We defeated nope. the door. Vordens has managed to open the door, yeah. and in come the spearmen. All right. Um, and I think it's pretty clear that these orcs are hypnotized and sort of, like, standing dazed, and the spearmen, we never really talked about how to communicate your magical abilities. Did you ever give them a lesson on if they're standing hypnotized don't cause them damage? No, I did not. Yeah, so I think the spearmen will like come in, see the orcs are doing, you know, kind of like standing gaze, and they'll walk in and amongst the orcs and look around for a moment, and when they realize the orcs guards are down, uh, they'll just get to this position and then they will start stabbing. Um, And so we're going to start with this one in the corner. And I'm just going to roll it. Um, The orcs... Yeah, but the orcs are not moving, so they have penalties to their AC. Um, Their shield is no longer in play. They have at least minus four for being held in place. Um, So 13-9, I think, is the number we need to hit. Because they do have some armor, so that's going to be a miss. Um... This one over here is a natural one. That one's actually a hit for one point of damage. Wow, these spearmen are completely inept. Uh, This one will stab the one directly in front of them, and that will be a critical hit for an additional d6, which will drop this orc entirely to the ground. Um, This one right here is going to go for this one on the side with another wild incompetent miss. This one will hit or six, which will uh, drop the orc that he's attacking. Um, And this orc will wake up. Others will still be asleep. And Vincent will go. I maintain the spell. Excellent. Um, You're done. Elaine, 
Your soldiers have pushed in through you as the orcs begin to flee. You are large, and uh, soon your minions swarm all around I'm you. I'm in charge. Wait, mm-hmm. um, I can still see this guy over here. Yeah, he was running. Um... Yes, this is... Oh, he's not there. He, This orc has moved. I was just moving him out of the way to move their... Okay. And yeah. I, I know they ran into this direction, though. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Or did I not see left, it? Some was... of them went right. You're tall enough that you can okay. see over the whole battlefield. Yes. Um, one orc went to the left side, stage left, and three orcs went stage right. Or two orcs went stage right. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to walk through this and then move... Yeah. How far can I move? Like, I want to move around the corner, see if I can see any of them. Well, your so men are here. I'll... It's kind of a tight battlefield. If you wade through this, you'll have to, like, you know, uh, push some people aside. I... Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. My, my legs are 40% longer, so that's yeah. fine. Um, as you come through, you will see that there are three orcs over here and that there is a mm-hmm. ladder. Um, and there's not just one. There's actually multiple ladders scattered against the backside of these areas so that people on the inside could climb up onto the walls oh, if it's they such a to. smart idea to have ladders in a fort. That's that's great. It's that's a good great. idea. Yeah, Fantastic. and these, these three are all going for a ladder to uh, right. climb up. Can I reach one of them to attack? Like I the think last so. guy in the back or something? What kind of ladder is that? How far can I make it, actually? All the way to the ladder? front? Oh, just grab the ladder and... Boom! Now none of you can go up there. And can I make it all the way to the front, or just to the last one in the back? Uh, or is let's it like see. you got to yeah. wade through these people? But you've got tons of movement, so you're fine, right? You're not heavily. You are. You're not encumbered anymore because of your massive strength. So it's fine. You can go wherever you want, Elaine. Yep, I'll take. You I'll take the first one then. Giant in alone. front. Is this the first one? Half half elves. No, sorry, the one closest to the ladder, please. Okay. Yes, thank yes. you. You are a giant among half men. Please make um, your attack roll. It's a miss, Better. actually. In your happens. world, are you able to grapple one creature and then throw it at another one like you do? In yeah, but Neil's eight? grapples are tricky. It's definitely I doable. They're overpowered. Hmm. It's definitely doable, but she's got a shield in one hand, and she probably need two hands to pick up an orc, even at her yeah. current size. Yeah. Uh, Vordant, you spent your turn opening the door, so you don't have a second attack this round. Oh, well, hold up. I get a shield punch on top, right? Yes, shield you punch. do get a shield punch. Excellent. Uh, seven well. is not going to do it. Never mind. Moving All on. Right. Um, we can roll initiative, but at this point, I think it's just more or less a can you kill the orcs before the orcs can escape free-for-all melee insanity? Well, I would get a second attack this round just for... Yes, you would. Um, so the orcs are going to roll in with this. Our bowmen still want to move in. Our spearmen still want to stab. Okay. Uh, Peachachu, what are you going to do this round? You've already Uh... made the most stunning move in the game so far. Um, yes, yes. Um, let me see. I want to stab. Sorry, I'll initiate sword. And I'll come up and I'll, you know, stab whoever I can reach. Yeah, we're going to do a little stabby stab. Here. Excellent. 
Well, Vincent, once again, you are first, sir. Cool. I pull out my darts. I'll walk five foot forward and then try to shoot, uh, throw a dart at this uh, orc 20 feet ahead. This one right here? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that one's one of it. There you go. <laughs> it's a wild miss. Um, and that, that is when the door that was left open last round to let the wargs out does indeed let the wargs out. And these angry, vicious, you know, relatives uh, to dire wolves, but a little bit hairier, uh, a little bit more course. mean, will immediately come and go for the, the, the giant person right next to the open door. Uh, and they will throw themselves, sinking their teeth into you from behind so you don't get your shield AC, and they get plus Wonderful. two to hit, and you don't get any dex AC that you may or may not of have. Uh, so it's any. a seven, eight, nine is a miss. A 20-something, I think, is a critical hit, right? That's a, a 24? My and back is 17. That clears by five. So eight yeah. plus 2d4 is going to be 10 points of damage. Oh. And the third one is only an eight. It's not miss. good enough. Well, eight, nine, ten is miss. Excellent. Peach, it's your turn. The gates are open. The orcs are fleeing. Some of them are waking up out of their dazes. Other ones are still tra- standing transfixed at the spell. Yeah, I'm going to come over here. And I'm going to attack that orc right there. Uh, wait, where the heck did wait, I go? There you go. You moved inside the oh, person. Oh, that was... This way, I this way. Attack this guy. No, that the yeah, the other way. Yep. Yeah. The, the one to the my right. Wait, let me circle him. Yes. Excellent. Him. Go ahead and give us a double stabbing maneuver. Okay. Uh, all you need is a nine. Stab. That's a hit. Okay. And that's a hit. Yep. Actually, all the right. first the first one will actually kill the orc. Um. So can I move on and hit like yeah, take a step forward? Absolutely. And... Take a Fuck step yeah. forward. Four damage against another orc. Stab the one uh, right in front of me. Will, oops, that was one too many. Will wound, but not kill that orc. I can live with that. All right. Vordant moves forward, does his work as well. That's another orc is almost dead. You'll get your second attack later in the round. Uh, Will and the archers, there's still no room to shoot at this point in time. Elaine Pentolin, uh, these orcs uh, have, they, they rolled really badly on initiative. Um, Oh, they shouldn't have rolled that badly, though. They rolled it. They should be going at. They should have rolled at plus nine. They should have rolled at plus three. So they should roll six sooner. So they should be going at 13. Um, No, 18 minus six is 12. They should be going at 12. They should be climbing the ladder right now um, and scaling to the roof, which. Honestly, that does provoke three attacks of opportunity as they try (laughs) and run past you. I'll try. Um, but when you're routing, you're routing. And this is why in ancient history, um, all of the casualties in combat happened when one side broke. Because if you stand and you fight and you've got your armor and your shields and your buddies next to you, it's hard to get hurt. But as soon as people start to run and you turn your backs, that's when armies get cut to pieces. And that's exactly what we're seeing here is the routing of the orcs is going to cause, um, as Justin Browder would say, terrible, terrible damage. Is it three back attacks then, if they climb the ladder? Yes, it is, ma'am. Okay. Just hit that button a bunch of times and watch the orcs melt. Oh, 
woman. Fucking hell. Yes. Yes. Critical hit and critical dead, dead, dead. The three orcs will die all the way out. And um, so based. Not one of them will make it to the rooftop. Okay. Can I turn around and like, is that a thing? Yes. I'm a little bit big. So, um, I can't put my my back against the wall, can I? Uh, no, this is like a little covered walkway here, and you're a little bit too tall to fit underneath it. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, so I'll just attack yeah, the no, wall. No, you, and... you can fit it here, it's fine. You fought under this area, you can fight here. Well, I don't know what I'm talking okay. about. Um, I'll attack one of them in front of me, I guess? Mm-hmm. This, this guy? Yep. That's one. Um, An 18 will hit. You'll thir- do 11. 13 damage. 13 damage, right? Yeah, but the oh, 8 has to be wait, multiplied 11. by 1 times 4. So that becomes Yeah, but 12. you said I get plus 2 for my strength. Yeah, yeah, but for it's... being big, right? You, your sword gets an additional 40% for you being big, and then you get another 2 for your strength. So the yeah, 8 just and then 11. The plus 2 for strength. Like, that's yeah, yeah, all yeah. I'm saying. So it's 12 and 5 is 17 is what that actually becomes, which is a right. hacking of the, the warg. Wonderful. Shield punch. Next one. Uh, four is a miss. Miss. I'm not good with a shield today, people. Nope. Nope. The orcs. Oh, right. These guys, we're just going to move them now. Um, this one's going to try and flee. It's a lot of attacks. One, two, three, four. Yeah, at least one of them hits him. Good. He goes down. Uh, this one over here, quick little morale check, absolutely begins to flee. It's going to be one, two, and also Pichachu's attack against him. Make me two attacks as he provokes an attack of opportunity. Uh, that's seven, eight, nine is enough. And indeed the orc will go down with a five. Okay. I think that's it. I think we can... No, that's not true. There's there's still the the wargs, which are a threat. But the soldiers are going to move in, and they're just going to mop up the orcs, and we're not going to worry about the the remaining orcs. They're just going to get cut down. Um, But we do have the wargs. And I get a second sword attack at the end of the round, right? What's their their initiative? I do believe... Go for it, yeah. Okay. Nope, it's a miss. Never mind! Yep. All right, well, um, Elaine... Two wargs, Pichachu and Vordant. Yes. I think you can go and help with the wargs as the soldiers Most are definitely. putting down the, the orcs uh, and the wargs. What is the rule for bite? And we'll just get this over real quick. Looks like wargs are going first. No one can possibly roll better than a three, although that should actually be a four. Their initiative is ever so slightly borked. Oh, sorry, that was the wrong roll. Yeah, and they're just going to bite you, Elaine. Straight up a 13 and I a 4. I rolled initiative earlier for Willa, though, and she still hasn't moved in to shoot. Um, yeah, the last round, there were just too many people in the way. They're, they're coming on in this round, but I think you're just going to wipe the wargs, and we're going to call it a day. All right. Fair um, enough. All three of you, uh, Vordant, Peach, and Elaine, go ahead and make whatever attacks you want. Let's see if we can get rid of the orcs before the wargs before they get another round of attacks. Ichichu, that is excellent. That 19 is actually a critical hit. Roll me another D6, please. 
four, five, six total damage to this one. Uh, Vincent, that is also with back attack is going to be a critical hit. So roll me another D. Oh, that's a dart. Yeah, another D three. Oh. Um, it's eighteen. Oh, another D three. Uh, critical if it's from the back. No, it needs to be a natural eighteen or higher to be a critical. Um. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that is another five, two, probably actually this one. And Elaine, you rolled four, five, six, seven against this one. And Vincent with the arming sword, 11, 12, 13 is actually missed by one with a nice. Vordance attack. Elaine's shield punch, 11, 12, 13 is missed. Trump, you get two more darts? One more dart? You had to move a little uh, bit, so one more I dart. A bit. All right, cool. Not, oh, not my day for darts. Not today. All right, so at the end of this round, there are, there's one wounded warg, one living warg. Len, did you, you had two attacks this round. Did I? I thought I rolled it last time already. No, you only made one warg attack last round. All right, and let's do another and one. And then a punch, yeah. And that go. will drop the remaining. Okay, one warg left. Uh, they will roll. Please be fast. Six initiative. I don't think... Maybe Trump can beat a six on initiative. Uh, Pichachu can beat a tr uh, six on initiative. Go for it, Pichachu. Stab him. 14 and a crit. Uh, roll me another d6, please. So seven, eight damage is enough to bring down the warg and the party with no more damage will come out of this battle just fine. Just fine. The fort has been taken. Let's do a, a quick surveying of our party's injuries because there's no cleric in the party. So mm -hmm. all these injuries need to heal semi-naturally. You can get a bonus to your healing due to uh, Vincent's knowledge with healing and herbalism mm -hmm. um, but other than that it has to be done the old-fashioned way so that's right I'm concerned missing... i'll uh look over everyone who got damaged yeah elaine peach chew and vordant have been injured by quite a lot in some cases and will i buy one hp <laughs> And Willa has Wherever been like, minorly inconvenienced. Yeah, yes. she's got a bruise. Oh. It's not one of the easy ones. It's one of the ones that goes like a little purple. The frustrating <laughs> bruise. All right, party, you've taken the fort. It's your day. The field is yours. Let's get some post battlefield. Uh, looking around at this area. Yeah. Now as you examine this fort, you know, having slain all of the orcs in it, and go to take a look, the first thing you're going to find um, are these sounds, these little weird squeals of panic. Coming from one of these doors. Fort. Like animalistic. Like ah. a goblin! Yeah, like it, like both of those. Those are both accurate. Hello. Mm. Hello. Oh, like somebody captured. Okay. 
we're, I guess we're walking over. Yeah. Yes. We've come to then free you from the... coming out of doors, hopefully. The orcs have been dealt with. You're safe now. Uh, it is one of the, the lower doors, and as you open it, they're cowering in the darkness of the, the dim of the, the room that is only now lit by the light coming in through the open door are a pile of ten goblin slaves. Gob okay. Uh, dear preciousnesses, how long have you been captive? Please, please no more. Please. They're all dead now. <laughs> The goblin comes out and begins kissing your feet in like an no. act of subservience. Stop! I condition those! Stop! <laughs> no, please, please! And they no, will cower like away from you. It's yep. okay. How bad do they look? Well, they look like goblins. That's how they look. They're, you know, gross. They're smelling. Are they bruised or is that just their natural skin color? These things are just like gross you know, nasty little, they'll stab you in the back the moment you turn away from them, but they try to make themselves look pitiful. They're like the the ugly, untrustworthy version of kobolds. Mm. Completely worthless. Uh, Elaine, sh- should we, shall we free them? Well, I think back, and if I remember correctly, there has been an entire squadron or whatever, an entire group of people sent to another island to deal with the goblins there to slay them. So yep. goblins are technically our enemies, enemies. of the state. Yes. They're enemies of the yes. state. Goblins are enemies of the state, generally speaking. Uh, now, the uh. thing is that they can sometimes make themselves look real sad and pathetic, but also you know can you trust him can you really trust a goblin yes i will i will um tap on elaine's shoulder what is it i think that we should take each one of them into a room and tell them we're going to clean them up or something and we need to kill them they are enemies of the state they don't have any weapons they don't have any armor right if you allow them to breed, they'll create more enemies of the state. <laughs> they're like hamsters. Wait, which room are they in, Neil? Uh, they're in one of these bottom rooms. Um, we can let me bring the map back up. I'll think about um the state of goblins. Is there a good reason why they're enemies of the state? Um, well. They're sort of like natural creatures that exist. Well, natural creatures. That's the wrong way to phrase it. Um. They are often denizens of the woods and they don't have like good production. They don't have like good clothing or smithing or farming implements or strategies. And so they make their living mostly by raiding human settlements and like grabbing human stuff and taking it or maybe capturing human people and then ransoming them back. Mm. Um, they're, they have a, a terrible stench around them. Um, they steal and eat children in the night sometimes. But is it like that's their nature or is it that just that they're surrounded by wealthy people and it is economically viable to... To steal and eat a child at night? That's a little bit too far. All right, you can steal from humans, but to go into a kid's bedroom, specifically a child, to eat them at night? There's probably a kitchen that you passed on the way to that child's bedroom. Yeah, 
Yeah, evil. but evil. you know, uh -oh. just like foie gras, you, you fatten up a little thing, it gets pretty good to taste. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. You know, maybe maybe not all Elaine? goblins are child eaters, but at least Elaine? one is. You've heard the stories, okay, Elaine? They eat the children at night. They raid camps. They raid humans. They take us for hostages. They are vile little cretins. They are enemies of the state. We need to It's just a matter of whatever unfortunate circumstance they found it in. Uh, these goblins have been enslaved. Um, I direct my attention to like the groveling goblin. Please, uh, if we please, let you go, no what more. will you do? I will serve you, master. I will serve you however you wish. What if we set you free completely? What would you do? Um, what do you mean? We'll just let you walk out of the fort. What would, what would you do then? No tricks. Right? They'd probably go and create a little settlement, and then they would go and find the human settlement, and they'd steal all their stuff in the night, is what I, they would do. We no, certainly wouldn't no. do that, right? No, no, we would, I don't know, I've never, uh, we've How many children the woods. have you eaten? How many? None. I'm not a None. child eater. That's no, a hurtful but... rumor. No. Oh, is it? That's a racist no. stereotype. Oh, no. You're so pitiful. You eat children at night. I know it. No. No, no, no I'm sure that's not true. Lob Lob would never Relax. eat the children. Come. Children are our future. Lob Lob, you have a pathetic name, don't you? You've just thought out of everything, have you? I gently put a hand on Crumpet's <laughs> shoulder. He was very angry. I, I actually thought she would have some, you know, uh, some compassion with the small folk, but turns out she's ready for blood, you know? So I'll look, I'll look at the... They're enemies of the state. I was going to have compassion, but the second that he said <laughs> yeah, they're you're enemies good. of you're the very state. loyal, very loyal scout, 100%. Yeah. So she'll look at the goblins and she'll say, has any of you been to the castle? Behind yes. the mountain. Oh yes, yes, I've been to the castle. You, if, if, if as the very nice man says, you, you set me free, I'll be happy to show you to the castle. Great castle. What's in the castle? Oh, that's that's where all the orcs are. Oh, that's where all the orcs are. Uh, have how you many been more to past the this? second castle? Yes, yes, we have. That's where the remaining. That's where all the um, the uh, the uh, seven. There, oh, there are seven groups of ten minus those. What about the third castle? That's very small and pink. Have you been to that one? Pink castle? No. It's a it's a terracotta castle. I, I don't know this one. No. So you know the first castle and the second castle. I I don't know. There's a Which lot of castle castles all know? of a sudden. I know the one beyond the mountains. Where were the other we orcs? Are? The second one. What about the second one? Yes, the uh, second one. Yes, yes. Mokhtarok took the other forty, forty, four tens of orcs over there, and the other wargs, and the other slaves, and, and they went with the human and, and the human's bodyguards, and and they went beyond, and then and then we we bring back the stuff, we bring back the things from beyond the mountains. Elaine, we can keep this one, but kill the rest. What yes, is a yes. Keep one. me. Keep keep me. I'm not talking to you. Oh, they, they still have more of you. Would you want to take up arms to try to free up your fellow goblins? Yes, give us weapons and we will fight for you. 
No, do not arm them. We will fight those okay. who enslave us. It would be my oh, greatest daughter. I feel like I need a short moral pee break to think about this dilemma for like a second. Great. Why don't we go to our break? We'll come back on the other side with a little more Rise of Drekus. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drekus. If you are watching live, we had some minor electricity hiccups, uh, but they're fine now. If you're not watching live, that should make no sense to you, hopefully. Um, so there's goblins. What are we going to do about the goblins? There's 10 of them. Okay. And, and they're kissing your feet. They're licking your boots. They're groveling Please. before you with their foreheads pressed to the ground. They're giving the, the saddest, most pathetic whimpers. They don't look vicious. They don't have any weapons. They've got like mottled, greenish, purplish, bluish skin. Mostly greenish, but you know, maybe those other things are bruise marks on them. Um, they're, they're a little bit scrawny. They definitely got cuts and scars on them. They look like they've been, you know, abused goblin slaves owned by orcs for who knows how long. Elaine, I understand that they look pathetic right now, but I implore you to heed the lessons of history and the tales that have traveled through all of our lands. These goblins may wear a mask of desperation now, but between, beneath that facade, is a treacherous past of orchestrated kidnappings, of pillaging villages, and using their deceit to further their malevolent goals. It is in their nature to be two-faced, manipulating of our empathy for their gain. Our responsibilities as defenders of our world compels us to be vigilant. Okay, we may extend a helping hand, for we are not without compassion, but we must do so with our swords ready and our senses sharpened, or we sh probably should kill them. We okay, should not we were, aid them whatsoever. We were curious about some of the goblin lore. Uh, I'd heard from Elaine that there was some sort of Drekus journey of like two soldiers each time to a goblin island. Do we know anything about this? You would know. You would have been informed that Elaine Pentelin, by Buffet, was first uh, brought into like her first mission here was to go to this island and get rid of these deserters. And she's, I wouldn't say famous for that, but known for that. Um, and she had to go deal with these deserters who were supposed to be fighting goblins in the woods near a conquered and recently added town. It wasn't really conquered. The town was like abandoned and it was found and is being repopulated by colonists from Drekus, but it was found abandoned and there's some goblin woods nearby. Um, and the goblins were ferociously defending the woods and, you know, multiple companies of soldiers have gone in to try and eradicate the goblins from those woods and they're devious creatures who set traps and have been really nastily like fighting back against people using like rock slides and ambushes and um, little traps in the ground that will have spikes that'll come out and grab you by the feet and so a whole bunch of Drakissians have been in there trying to you know dislodge these goblins from these woods and uh, a new group was being sent and they decided not to go, and they decided to fuck off instead, but they they didn't control their boat very well, and they crashed on a frozen island. And Elaine's job was to go in there and get rid of them all to kill the deserters who failed to kill the goblins. And um, that was a bloody mess. 
That's okay. what Wayne's known the for. goblins here are very far away from all the other goblins we've met before, right? These are probably Solomese goblins from a completely different continent that have been brought over as slaves and are completely unrelated to any of the goblin problems your kingdom has ever seen. These are literally okay. co goblins from the other side of the ocean. Great, that's, my, that's the angle that I'll implore Elaine by. These goblins, you don't know that it's in their nature. They're not even our goblins. Uh, these goblins were enslaved, and I think that if we arm them, they'll help try to free the other goblins. It's the least we can do for them. Um, they want to help fight us. Maybe we can set up a harmonious community together. I believe that when you see an invasive species, no matter how cute it looks or pathetic it looks, it is your moral duty as a servant of the Empire to kill it before it continues to harm the balance. Hmm. Well, I mean, if they were at least from this place, then they would have any extra knowledge, but it seems like they're not even from this island here. Freeing them is clear, like, freeing them and letting them run loose is clearly not an option because everything that's going to happen is just, they all just die in the wilderness. Or they will, like, run straight back to the castle because they don't know what to do with themselves because they will be afraid of dying. Hmm, I, I agree with that. That's wise. But just think, we could have... Would you bet your own life, Vincent, on the honor of these goblins? I'll be honest, if it were just me traveling with these ten goblins, I probably wouldn't. But since we have a contingent army with us, and since we're adventurers, we could easily take these goblins on. Um, look at these goblins. They want to fight for their own kind. I think, I think they'll be with us. Yes. And how do you know Listen that they him. won't just stab us in the back the moment that they can? Why would they stab us when they can help us free their others? Uh, when there's, we so, can... there's so many of you. We never stabbed the orcs because they outnumbered us. We'll serve you just like we served them without harm. We yes, swears. and what if the orcs are winning the battle and it looks like they're going to be your next masters and it comes down to them versus us when you are in a disadvantageous position to help us? You will simply go with whoever will keep you alive. You have no honor. You eat children. She's mean. <laughs> I don't we think you eat children. have a predisposition to hate hobgoblins. They've always hated us. They always have since time immemorial. You cannot trust a halfling around a goblin. Yes, well, maybe it's because you kept breaking into our villages to steal our wheat, to steal our apples, to steal our children to eat. Could it have been that? I've never done that. It's within you the capability to. Please, mistress. You must believe us. We're innocent victims. You're a scourge on this planet. You're invasive no. in one space and you're invasive in all else. No. You goblins are from different places, but you're all the same underneath. We were brought here against our will. We don't want to be here. We want to go as, home. As any invasive species would say, someone brought me in a suitcase. Oh, they brought me across the water. But yet you, you're here and we still have to deal with you. No, Crumpet, I do think you are going a mite too far here. Please. Yes, but we must do what's best for the Empire. 
Yeah, so what's best for the Empire is clearly freeing them so that they can work with us. You're with Verasi? We, we've been we've been serving Verasi for ages. You yes, can't you love us Verasi. Part of the Empire. Yes, you love Verasi, don't you? She's she's the she's the goddess that uh, that has been leading the Empire to great success. We would never betray her. Never. You can't. We, you would never betray a member of the Empire. No, of the Verasi Empire. No. See? Yes, you love Verasi, don't you? <laughs> I was just cross. I cross my arms and I let look over at Vincent. I said, Vincent, <laughs> can we let this one go now? We we serve as needed. Yes. Please, no more beatings. Let us serve. If you kill us, where will you get your food? Where will you get your water? Who will pull water from the well? It's so far and it's so heavy. They follow Verasi. Yes, I agree. We should let them all go. They follow Verasi. Well, okay. Well, okay. I think we can... She's a great goddess. How dare you demean the goddess? How great of a goddess? So great. So great, and you're so betrayed. No matter what. Of course not. Only a fool would betray the gods. Would you lay down your life to serve her, to never betray her? We all lay down our lives for Verasi <laughs> one day. What does time matter? Okay, okay. I I walk up to the goblin. I whisper <laughs> in this one's ear. We're actually from Drakus. <laughs> What's Drakus? He says with enthusiasm. Oh, uh, we, we don't follow Verasi. We're from another empire. There are many good gods. Excellent <laughs> gods. You see right here, plain as day, how they have no honor. How they are willing to switch up right in front of your eyes. Of course you're scaring the poor thing. The poor thing. Poor thing. All right. Elaine, please, tell me that you see through this masquerade. I speak yeah, I the common well. tongue. I speak the common tongue. You won't find Tell many others who do that. Yes, I speak Orcish. How else can I follow their brutal orders? The common tongue is Dracassian, right? Yes. Well, here it is. Um, yeah. Common tongue varies from place to place, but you would consider the common tongue to be Dracassian, and this goblin seems to speak it pretty well. Yeah, see, they consider our language to be the main language. I do not deny that he is temporarily useful. But the rest. No, oh, just here to my brothers! Like my brothers and sisters, and you would never. Like hamsters, and they spread their scourge along the land. She's right. We're like hamsters. We're sweet. We're cuddly. We're innocent. You're rodents! Yes! You cause hey. filth! Yes, we're cute. We have long tail. Well, we don't have tails or fur, but we're just like rodents. We're adorable. However, when it comes to when we decide to go to this next fort uh, in the fortress, you'll be mighty rodents, right? And you'll help fight the orcs with us. Yes, master. No, please don't call me master. You have your own will. Yes, sire. Oh my goodness. All right, Nia. I'll say, um, Vincent, if you had bet your life on it, I would have trusted you on this one. I bet my I'm life on sorry. it. I bet my life. He goes I, I back myself. Now. Yes. He goes back now. 
Okay, Elaine, listen. Right after Vincent. hearing about this, uh, look at after... look at me and swear <laughs> on your life to me right now. Yes, I, I look at you. I, I swear. Um, if you want me to stay with these ten while they're armed, I will do it in a building. I, I trust these goblins with my life. Okay. You well, you trust him with your life. Crumb. Yes, Elaine. You are in charge of these goblins. You are to make sure they are not being hurt. And you will give them commands and give them a purpose. And I tell them to kill themselves. <laughs> oh, no. A purpose. A mighty one. I'm pretty sure Vincent can right. support you in this endeavor. Okay. And yes, if I ever I... hear any complaints about any of this goblin or have to endure any of these discussions ever again, I will make sure that, you know, they won't see the morning just entirely by myself. Yeah, I sternly look at the goblin. I'm putting a lot of trust in you. You better not. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Oh, I thank you. I kiss your feet. And a whole slew of goblins uh, hustle forward to kiss your feet and lick your boots. Literally. There's no need to do this. Oh, but we want to. We want to. <laughs> don't don't you... give him a sock or he's going to run off. <laughs> Why don't you make yourself useful and uh, have all these goblins collect a sword from the orcs. Uh, arm yourselves. They will. They will quickly arm themselves, and the goblins will stand around with the axes and um, oh, axes! Yeah, they carry the axe. Like, isn't but, it a little big for them? Um, for the orcs, they can kind of like carry it in one hand, but then they have to fight with it in two. For the goblins, they'll have to carry it in two hands, um, and still fight with it in two hands. Right? Goblins aren't size small, are they? I think they are. I think they are. They are yeah, size small. small. Yep. They definitely have to carry it in two hands. Yep. Yep. Big axe, little goblin. Do these the orcs have any, I uh... smell that one of you is out of line and going to stab us in the back, I will not hesitate to slit your throats. We understand. I know who you are. Yes. But I will heed Elaine. She leads us here. Uh, meanwhile, I'll just stomp outside. You know, I, I'm I'm tired of this discussion. I'll walk over to to Willa and make sure she's doing okay. Yep, she's fine. Um, she's just arranging people to defend the fort, uh, getting some people up on those rooftops with some archers out there, putting some spearmen out front. You know, securing the area and then is personally searching the fort for anything of interest. Um, she will let you know that one orc had managed to escape to the rooftops, and when her people went up, it did manage to, like, hop down the other side and run into the woods, and so it looks like one escaped. Um, but that's about it. Um, okay. I'll Willa. inform her that yeah, apparently now we have ten goblins under our command that I'm not very thrilled about it. If she has any further questions, she can direct them towards Vincent or uh, Crumb. Of which you would get two very widely varying answers about that mm -hmm. convo. Went. <laughs> she sees the goblins surrounding Vincent's feet and like worshiping him, and she sees Crumb with like like the... yeah. And Willa will walk over <laughs> towards Crumb and oh. uh, and kind of 
loud, uh, stage whisper down to you, like, uh, are we sure this is a good idea? Absolutely not. Hmm. He convinced Elaine to let them join for now, but rest assured, the second that they do the inevitable, they will be dealt with. Yep. Gotta keep an eye on those ones. Always. He's so yeah. soft. Hasn't seen the pain in the world. I notice Willa coming down and I'll cheerfully call out there. Do we have any extra swords for these goblins? No. <laughs> Would you like some cabbage Or daggers, too? perhaps? <laughs> There's no spare supplies. It's all on the boat. That is actually mm. true. What a shame. Yeah. Uh, did these orcs have anything other than axes? Well, you can look around the fortress and you're going to find a whole bunch of stuff in the fort fort. Uh, Ooh, let's just get good. some... In the fort fort! Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, as we take a look in this place, we're going to come across a lot of stuff. We're going to come across some weapons. Um, you're going to see a whole stash of Drakissian spears and shields and bows and arrows. Um, some of them are in kind of shitty condition. There's even a couple of short swords and knives and daggers. There's a whole kitchen over here. There's a barracks room, which just like reeks of like orc piss and shit. It's just, it's awful. You're going to need to burn all of these linens and start fresh. Um, it's gross. Uh, you're going to find the captain's quarters uh, down here in the very bottom of the map, which is kind of nice looking. It too looks like Drakissian make. There's Drakissian rugs, tapestries. There's like a portrait of the queen that's hanging over the bed. Oh, wonderful. Um, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Uh, but in one of these chambers, you're going to find a bunch of crates. A bunch of like long boxes. Well, some of them are long, some of them are short. Magic items, um, magic uh, items, magic items. Varying makes. They all magic look fairly items. new. Um, and they're they're closed. They're sealed. Take many things. Like nailed shut. Oh my god, no, not with you guys. It's like, oh, what is this? Turns around, instant combustion. That's not happening. If anybody ever finds any cards here, no, nobody touches them. All right, we're checking for traps. Oh, these clearly have no traps. The happy music on, though. I'll be like, um, Crum, have a look and make sure that like this is safe to open, please. Yes. Crum, make me a find, remove traps check. Where would I find that? Uh, well, let's find your character. Is that under skills or thief? That's under thieves. Uh, open uh, locks. Oh, I see it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> You're never going to need it. Oh, my God. You've oh, actually succeeded baby. on finding, removing traps. As you go from box to box, wow. seeing if any of them are trapped, uh, lo and behold, the largest of these boxes is indeed trapped. Ooh. Hold on, I need would to... Would you look at that? Thief, that... most useless class ever. Why would you need that? Out of combat. Nobody needs that Hold... shit. Well, no, that's actually... I have the, the worst thief like, luck in that, too. It's my second lowest. I have a 10% chance. The- yes, I can see that. Yeah, you the know, worst is a negative well. five chance <laughs> for reading languages. So. Wow. Yeah, look at that. 
the viability right here. Get ranked. Ooh. You just gotta roll well, you know? That's all you need. You just, you need, just need to roll well, And it. then you can be a good thief, so sit your ass down. If you can't pull it off, you're just not good enough. Skill <laughs> issue. That's what yeah. it is. You just need to truly skillish. Roll your 20s. Yeah. yeah she's she, The captain is still alive. She's just laying unconscious somewhere by the door, and we haven't talked about it yet, so. Um, I'm trying to find my notes here. Where did I hide the notes about boxes? For Lorenzian, you just have to roll well. It is quite simple. <laughs> That's all. That's all you gotta do. Just roll yeah. well. You've seen it? Natural 20, ventriloquism. Yeah. What else do you need? Apparently something that nobody's ever taken before, so I am honored to have actually done something useful with it. Mm-hmm. Oh. You killed all the orcs with ventriloquism. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> um, this is a, a fairly straightforward trap. Um, this has this the how do we say? This crate opens. Um, it's sort of it's like a, a proper chest where you've got like a, a good what is this two two and a half inches on top that like would lift up that has a, a little recessed area and you can see by taking the time to inspect the the little locking mechanism down below because the most of these things are nailed shut and this one actually has a, a proper lock on it and you can see as you like poke your thief's tools into the lock and kind of feel around that there's um, a a twine like a string that's somehow attached to this so if you don't unlock it properly and you instead just open it this string is going to uncork something or it's going to pull something like you don't know what the what the what the string is going to do yeah but if the box is opened without being properly unlocked um something will happen hmm. i will explain my findings to elaine i'll be like everything else was good but then then i'll explain everything you just said well, it sounds like we'll need someone of your skill to open it properly. Yes. I, yes. I can do it, most certainly. Uh, Elaine, would you like me to open it? <laughs> well, we're not so... I'm trying to think what could even be in there. You can't detect magic, can you, Vincent? I can, and it'll take a day for me. I would suspect that it will either form some sort of poison cloud, so we should move it away, or it'll just fire a dart or an arrow uh, at well, the entrance. If it fires entrance. a dart or an arrow, we could just turn it towards the wall and then open it that way, yes. right? So I would advise opening it a little bit away in case we open it incorrectly. Uh, I don't... You, oh, you are pretty but... hurt. Are you brave enough to open it, or do you want me to open it and no, just in I case can... take the brunt if anything happens? I can deft. I've unlocked many locks in my life. I would be fine. All right, then. I guess the other people leave the room. Yes. Yeah, we'll and move the take everything away. you need first, just in case it does explode on the off That is true. We'll, we'll move the rest away, I guess. Good idea. All right, you move everything I'll else. the rest out of the room. Out of the room. You're ready for it. Go ahead and give me that open locks chance. It's a success. 
you See, pick I the lock. You. Yeah. Um, and it opens Amazing. easy peasy, not a problem. You will see that the thing that was trapped is actually a vial of acid that is yeah. sort of upside down and directly beneath it is like a small box that has a series of paper documents. And so if you were to open this mm. unintention um, without the key, you would have burned and ruined all of the documentation that was in here. Got it. Yes, we have gathered intelligence now. Ooh. Yes, Elaine. Very good. Here. Would you like me to collect the vial of acid so that we may throw it at someone later? Maybe you want to keep it. I feel like you could, you know, you're good with uh, with slaying yes. things. Absolutely. You, you and I will it. very carefully take it apart and yep. put it. You can Wonderful. add one I'll take all the vial and gently push them into Vincent's hand. I'll give Vincent some light literature for you. Let me know what you find. <laughs> what else do we got? <laughs> Um, yep, that's the only thing that you saw that had a trap on it. Everything else should be fine. And everything else is just like a box that's been nailed shut. Doesn't have any locks on it. Looks like they're all just, you know, you pry them up. And I'm sure you can find a crowbar around here somewhere or a hammer to help you pry things up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess we can kind of hand wave the rest of this discovery. In these crates, you're going to find... Oh, my other notes document closed. Um... You can find like a little pointer with a, a spinning blue circle next to it. Oh, that's my favorite loot. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What is that? Waiting plus one. Mm hmm. What is that? It's the lo- wait, loading, it's a loading logo icon. on Windows. Oh! Oh, you bamboozled me. Uh-huh. Ah, excellent. So you're going to find. I just broke find... that in my notes. No. Um, you're going to find one box as a box of tar. It's just like semi liquid, goopy, viscous tar. That's actually very difficult to pry open. Uh, another box has rocks with weird colors, and another box has other rocks with weird colors. Um, one box, box contains a, a pile of avocados in a mixed state of like unripe to overripe, um, like all boxes of avocados. Mm-hmm. One box has um, a whole bunch of animal skins on them. Some of them, they've all been like dyed and not dyed, uh, treated so that they will store well. And you can recognize some of these furs. Like this is clearly a bear pelt, but this other thing, what the fuck is this? I've never seen an animal skin like this. And this other thing, I don't know what that is. And this is clearly some sort of, you know, short haired gazelle related thing. You're not really certain what it is, but you think you've seen this sort of skin around. Um, another box contains um, like a mix of spices and like wonderful smelling things. It's sort of like a potpourri box, but like look different spices cordoned off into smaller areas. Um, and one has a bunch of pigments in them or like pigmented things. There's a little bit of abalone. There are some like blue flowers. Um, there are some like red, uh, like dirty bits. It feels like it feels like some sort of powder or soil or earth that's like deeply red colored. Uh, you've got some like thick, goopy, pasty white stuff in there. It looks like dyes or makeup accessories in a very like unrefined way. So you have a you know boxes of stuff stuff that would be super valuable to someone um but isn't you know particularly tradable 
right away. Maybe the furs you could trade right away. But everything else is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Wait, what a discovery. And the big box was only the that was only the acid and nothing else, correct? No, that had some of the, the funny looking rocks in it. Alright. Can I ask one of the goblins what these rocks are? Oh, it's Have copper ore, my lady. Copper ore. Is it copper ore, Neil? <laughs> How would you know? That's some pleb bullshit. You don't deal with copper ore. Yeah. Okay. Is it coppery colored? Is it like bluish and like rock looking? Um, I don't know. It's it's some gray rocks with some like green shit in it. All right. I've played enough Minecraft. Great. Um, what is it used for? I'll ask the goblin. Ah, uh, but you see, within the rock is the metal, and when you make the rock hot. Then it, then it cries, and the metal runs out of it. And then you crush the rocks, and more metal runs out of it. And then you pammer it together. And, and... Oh, yes. Do they do that here on the island, or do they usually ship it off? No, my lord, no, no. These were just found beyond the mountains. Great deposits of highly rich copper and tin. Yes, yes. Uh, Mokhtarok has been gathering all of the, the beauties that have been found across the island, uh, sending it back with the next ship. For the mainland to, to show the riches of this new land when is that next ship oh they, they would never tell me anything like that but i i'm wise i listen i overhear things i have a big brain that puts all together the the things i hear yes yes very good and that's coming sometime After the next full moon. The, the next full moon is in 14, 15 days. So sometime after the next full moon is a pretty broad period of time. I'll squat down and I'll look at the goblin and I'll say, copper and what was the other metal you said? Tin? Tin. What about iron? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I've not overheard anything about the iron before, but but I only go sometimes. I only go with them. I'll be on the mountains to haul back things sometimes. Not all the times. And then he turns and begins uh, frantically speaking in goblin to the other goblins, and they're all like nodding and shaking and nodding, and their ears are flopping everywhere. And you know. All right. All right. All right. It was just a question. Yeah. Also, oh. goblins. Do they have you poor goblins mining the ore for them? No. 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 But we're excellent oh. miners. Yes, if you would like us to dig out the ore, just show us where it is, and we will pull it from the earth for you, my lord. I'm surprised. So is it the orcs mining them? No, no, my lord, no. Um, no one is mining it. These, these are samples, samples to oh. send back. I see. I look at the box of tar, and I remember that somebody said something about tar elementals being... A thing on this island? I feel like Lord Campbell said something about tar elementals. I'm just looking like... I'm not sure how I feel about this. Well, some interesting finds. I think we will need to uh, think about moving forward. 
what, what we do. We will need to inform Drakus that the next ship is going to arrive, so I think at some point we'll need to send a message back. Elaine, uh, do you plan on, on taking this fort or going to them? The next castle? I think we'll have to take the castle. I'm just not sure. I don't think we're in a condition to do it right now. How many orcs did you say are in the castle? Four ten, my lady. At least that's how many Four set tens. out. And some, and the wizard, the cleric. Yes, yes, the the the, the great spellcaster that they brought from far away. From far away? Is he not from Solemn? Was well, very far away. Well, you're from Solemn now. Yes. Right. Good talk. Okay, mm. I'll keep it in mind. And horses, milady. Um, if that helps, they're the horses and mules. Hmm. Do you know about how many usually come on the boat? Maybe we could take it. Oh. Uh, the boat. Well, when we came on the boat, there were there were nine tens orcs, and there were there's a score of goblins, a score of my 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 brethren. Only only the ten of us remain here now, and um. Mm. Bakhtarok and the five captains, the ten wargs, um, and then the second ship, the smaller one. It, it came with, with just uh, uh, the silver, the silver, the the silver black robe wizard. Yes, silver black robe. The that name is, is uh, something silver, silver something. Silver worth. Yes, yeah. that's it. How do you know? You're so wise and so beautiful. How do you know? All right, so Mark Tarak, is that the orc leader? Yes. And who are the five captains? God will point a grubby finger. That's one of them right there. Right. And the others? They're, they're with Mark Tarak, beyond the mountains, searching the great jungle, bringing back treasures, Searching for magics. Right. Okay. I see. See, we're so is useful. The, is the you castle in, intact or is it over, an overgrown ruin? Very overgrown. Ancient castle. No, I figured. See? See? Yes. I was just still just looking staring like, daggers at them. Looking like Elaine's about done with them, I'll um, I'll lead the goblins off to the armory and uh, give them short bows, since I think that would be useful for them. You, can, you can't trust that halfling, they say to you as you take them away. She's going to kill us in the night. I just know it. She hates us. You can see the look upon her. No, don't worry. I, I do think that she does personally not like you, but she will follow our leader, Elaine. So she oh, won't kill you. What a good leader this Elaine is. I know, right? <laughs> She's so good. What's your name, Lord? My name is Vincent. Oh, that's a strong name, Vincent. You must be a mighty wizard or a mighty mage. You must come yes, from I a know, long family. Yes. Thank you. Who's the halfling, the mean evil creature? That's crumb. Maybe if we, uh, after we spend some time together, uh, maybe she'll come to learn to like you all. Uh, don't, 
it's all first impressions. I, I think you guys can make a good impression on her as we meet. And also, you can make a good impression on everyone here. <laughs> yes, I'd like to make a good impression upon Crumb. Yes, Crumb and all the other uh, soldiers who have come with us. Mm. Is that a romance arc waiting to happen? <laughs> I am not. Crumb is not dating a freaking Ooh, The beauty and the beast. But you know she what? I think that the goblins would actually appreciate her feet. Like, they'd be like a little... Because she's... I told Neil that, like, a character trait is that she's very proud of her, like, defining racial feature of her feet. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't like those wide calloused hairy toes you know it's fantastic this is a good let's round it up boys all right (laughs) Uh, no magic weapon also not on the ogre she uh, on the orc she doesn't have anything she's still alive i i assume we drag her in and bind bind her and then we'll think about what to do with her but sure maybe i'll just kill her later but well she's tied up in the other room right now uh, the ten goblin slaves are freed and armed. The orcs are all dead, except for the one that ran away. And whichever one's other also managed to leave the keep before the battle began. The town is just down the road. The party's in a good spot, except for all of that missing HP, of which there's not much to do other than sit around for a little while. And um, we're going to end our session here for the day. Congratulations, party. You've done well. You've still alive. You're still alive. You made it through oh. a tough battle. Oh, you yeah. good did some good spells. I think now is the time for us to talk about um, how we are reflecting on the, the Empire as a whole. So let's start with Peach. peach chew Crumb. Crumpet. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> another, another rough one of the character-player divide, believe it or not. Mm. I... It, Instantly, you know, upon the goblins, I was like, oh, the goblins, we need to save oh. them. What the heck? They're so cute. But then I, you know, flashback to character creation, you know, being like your whole purpose of Crumb is supposed to be that she's like, got to break a couple eggs uh, mm-hmm. for the greater good. And so instantly I'm like, you know, got to mm-hmm. gotta have some casualties to be more cutthroat. So I think that she's reflecting more of a like, we're not taking any chances. Mm-hmm. We're not here to be the saviors right now or to like do the like noble thing we're supposed to do the right thing as in like what we've known this isn't Um, the goblin liberation campaign right yeah yeah is it is it not if Brown can help it um yeah but also like a deference to elaine uh you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, All right. just making her making her case for. Uh huh. And you did some good scouting, making sure that the area around the Campbell Estate was safe. Um, but yeah. we didn't do any like slipping into the fortress ahead of time or climbing the fortress walls ahead of time to see what was going yeah. on. Um, we did yeah. some lock picking and we did some finding of traps. Great yes. tools. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a little espionage, a little bit of like, hey, this is not the priority. Why would we risk ourselves for these evil goblins? Yeah. And a little bit of like trickery, I'd say. I was uh, torn in the moment where I was like, I can do another short sword attack or I can like just swing at something that's so, so risky, but it's like the more psychological attack. And should never have worked. 
Oh yeah. But, well, but it's like it was that psychology of like you know, I'm not mm-hmm. strong with my fists, but with my words, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And anyway, yeah. it ended up working, which was great. To be fair, I would have run as well, you know? Like, if there are disco strobe lights everywhere, there's a pile yeah. of bodies, there's, like, a 40% larger person just slaughtering people left and right, and then there's, yeah. like, a voice coming from somebody unconscious going, like... I would be fucking running. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Like, All of a sudden, their leader speaking a different fucking language as they're laying there, like, eh, you know, like, yeah, huh? yeah. But then, Chrome here is really doing a great job of representing the Empire's needs and interests, and like just cutting through the bullshit that drags people down and slows down parties, where they get caught up in these like nonsensical, clearly trapped moral quandaries, where you're like, here's an evil creature, but he looks cute. Do you really like? crumbs just cutting through the bullshit and trying to like keep everyone's eyes focused on the real prize which is the liberation of the city and the reinstatement of it with the empire so the humans good job crumb good job now on the other side we have vincent Uh, and vincent today you goblin um negotiations were seemed to me to be very like here are assets available. Why would we get rid of them if they just because they don't match what we expect? Is that the a good way to phrase it? Sure. Some of this uh, could have been. Uh, I'll, I'll make a pitch to Crumb. This is a direction you could have gone because Vincent is breaking apart from perhaps Dracosian uh, tradition here. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's valid. I think that you should feel proud of yourself, Vincent, because you single-handedly saved the lives of those 10 goblins. If you hadn't Mm. been so astringent in saying that they were assets, then I think that Elaine also wouldn't have listened. You Mm -hmm. know, if it was just a moral plea of like, but it would be mean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Vincent does think that the goblins shouldn't just be assumed to be, you know, bloodthirsty murderers and children eaters. Uh, but they could actually be real good people here. Hmm. All right. Hmm. And Drekus should also Drekus should also uh, have some of that mercy within itself in the Empire. <sighs> yeah, because what is it like if you conquer everyone with an iron fist and everyone's afraid of you? Like that's a hard Empire to rule. And then what the fuck is the point? Like, aren't you no better than the enemy if that's how you deal with your problems? That's right. I was, uh, that's why I was a little curious about this goblin island where Drekus sends a few soldiers every once in a while to go die. Like, mm-hmm. why are we even doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the deserters were saying too, man. Yeah. Well, Elaine, uh, how do you feel? Mm. Why don't you tell me what what your actions have been as a representative of the Empire's intents and who Drekus is as a, a group of people based on your behavior and choices? Um, Go ahead and speak for the whole Empire. No pressure. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. why, why not? Um, I think there is a difference between Drekus as an empire in the places where it's established and Drekus trying to establish itself in like places it's trying to reclaim or like mm. claim for the first time. 
and there are different rules because we didn't come with a fixed rule set to this place in comparison to like the last campaign. The last campaign was this is what you have to do. These are the priorities. But like we're coming to a new place and the priorities are entirely out of the window. It's literally just we need to reclaim this place, right? Not we need to decimate every single enemy. Everybody gets beheaded. We need to like there's a lot of things at play here. And I think that Elena's felt very strong during that combat. And um, she has given it some thought whether it would be even be possible to um, talk to orcs or trade with them or establish anything. And it didn't seem possible with the orcs, right? And it seemed like a great risk. Mm -hmm. But she's willing to at least give it a shot if people are convinced about it. And Vincent is one of our greatest assets that we have, right? And Elaine doesn't want... First of all, she doesn't want to get on his, like, bad side. Or she she doesn't want him to feel like she doesn't take his counsel mm -hmm. seriously. But secondly, Elaine is a leader who also wants to enable the people who follow her to make their own decisions and stand for them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, similar how she made Willa into the leader for, like, the soldiers for this point. Now she's saying, okay, Vincent, if you want to make decisions and you want to lead people, and that's your responsibility. If you want to, like, bet your life on it, then that's that. So I feel like it is um, kind of showing that Drakus is giving a lot of responsibility into the hands of single people as an option for them to rise above their own status and to establish themselves. But it's all, it always comes with like a certain risk to it, right? If you want it, you have to risk something for it. And then whether or not it plays out well depends on you as an individual. Okay. Super so well we're seeing that the Empire is... Um willing to ex try new things and accept new things but isn't going to be taking any needless risks you know if someone is here to vouch for these goblins and is going to put their life on the line for these goblins like we'll keep an eye on them and we'll accept them for now we're not jumping to any conclusions but we are like warily stepping into the whole field of new options and new choices we're also not just freeing them, right? We're not like, here's your freedom. Go and, you know, be happy. Like, that's not happening either. Right. So. It's like, here's some weapons, but my people are standing right behind you with weapons of your own, yeah. of our own. Yeah. Okay. I wonder with Elaine that when, when Elaine says that you have to put your life on the line to vouch for someone else, does that mean that they would die, like that she would kill them if they were wrong? Let's find out next time when <laughs> Trump tries something new with his character, shall we? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. All right. Well, that'll do us then for today on Rise of Drekus. We are out. We will catch you next week. Same place, same time. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night, peeps.